advise you to get off the streets as quickly as possible. It'll soon be a war up there. And we are, as a people, opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths. I know for a fact. And to secret proceedings. Weapons of mass destruction. I have a dream. I take the threat very seriously. A new world order. Your government thanks you for your participation. You are now listening to the world-famous Sofa King Podcast. Please, read from sheets. I am... I am Sofa King. Sofa King. Now repeat all very fast, please. I am Sofa King. Faster. I am Sofa King. No, not so fast. Loses meaning. I am Sofa King. You say funny things. So continuing our whiskey talk um, <laughs> from last week, the, yes. the twelve years Canadian rye whiskey. I don't know. So, I, don't, I don't know the origin of it. Whistle pig. So we got uh, <clears throat> we talked about it on the on the bonus episode, but a local liquor store sells a little <clears throat> three pack of three fifty milliliter uh, whistle pig rye bottles, and there's a ten year. Three pack of fifty milliliter. Yeah. Three pack of fifty milliliter. Yeah, we did. We did super good math. Yeah, we did. Um, so there's a ten year, the twelve year, and the fifteen year. The ten year is normally like eighty or ninety bucks. The twelve year is normally like one hundred and twenty bucks, and the fifteen year is like one hundred and eighty bucks for like a full bottle. But these are little samples. It's a good pour, man. Like <clears> I poured <throat> half the bottle, and it's a fucking lot of whiskey. Yeah, I've got a decent little pour yeah. here. So each one is a is a good little pour, and it's twenty bucks total. So we're gonna over the next couple of episodes. Right now we're gonna drink the ten. Next time we're gonna drink the twelve, and then after that we're gonna this, drink the ten's one hundred proof. Um, so it does smell a little hot, a little spicy. So uh, these weren't sent to us by listeners. These were uh, Zach recommended. Smith uh, recommended that we get these. He loves Whistle Pig. It's a little hot. It's hotter than it's, I thought it was. It's, it's, no, I knew it was going to be hot. It's 100 proof. Yeah. It is spicy. Are they all 100 proof? No. Just the 10? <clears throat> I'm going to uh, be 100% really like, though. fair with this. I don't know what it is. Something reminds me of a baby pool. It tastes weird to me. There's a weird uh, plastic taste. I don't know how to describe it otherwise. Hmm. I don't. I didn't get that. I didn't get that. It was got, warm. There's spice. It was, it was smooth. For a 10-year, it was very smooth. For sure. Uh, it was spice on my tongue. But it wasn't um, hot. It's spicy, but it's not hot. I did. I kept it in my mouth for a second, and mm-hmm. it did have a lot of flavor. Like, a it was strange very aftertaste. The only thing I can relate it to is like it tastes like a baby pool smells to me. There's a weird. weird. Plastic I didn't get. Have any yeah, I didn't get that. No, like I didn't get that. Yeah, no, it might have just might just be you. Um, I was gonna say cinnamon, but that's not quite right. It's, it's not some, cinnamon. It's like mace or one of you know what I mean, like one of those other things that you put in mace pumpkin pie like mace or nutmeg or oh, one of those is. spicy that's another yeah so the yeah so the 10 years they make mace out of. Related to it? i was gonna ask that next i'm trying to see what uh it's a blend of straight rye whiskey so this is a blend hunter proof um the 12 is a canadian whiskey so i don't i'm interested in that like it's canadian we're doing ourselves a disservice so. right now just so you know because as soon as we try all these ain't nobody sending this shit that's right. Re- reaction can, done. Send us something better. That's true. Or different. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't need to be better. No, it's fine because we've been we've been talking about wanting to try it. It's, yeah, it's we one have. of those things. Like <laughs> yeah. Um. 
you know, and everybody's always asking like, Hey, what do you guys like want? And we've been talking about this for a couple of weeks now. Yeah, yeah. I never showed up. So, you know, I got it. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, so I, I couldn't take the heat anymore. And a rare moment of dog sitting lined up. They've got so the I fuck out of the kitchen. Got the fuck out of the, out of the kitchen. And I went to Morrow Bay and anyone, which is probably a whole lot of you who don't know the central coast of California, Morrow Bay. It's, it's a weird part of the central coast where like every, every 15 minutes driving down the Pacific coast highway, you're in a different city. They're all just these really small cities that never spread. They never merge together. They, they are very uh, small and they all have a completely different flavor and they all have completely different weather. For some reason, the microclimate of Morro Bay in the dead of any heat wave, the marine layer never burns off. And Morro Bay is usually a high in the upper 60s and a low overcast. in the upper 50s. It's, it's overcast. permanently overcast. Beautiful weather. Yeah. Like cool, refreshing, always an ocean breeze. So I went down there. And the first day I was, I mean, I haven't like really gone out of town on a vacation in probably four years. And the first day I was there, I put the fucking do not disturb sign on my door. I walked like a half a block to this really cool espresso place called The Rock and got uh, some coffee, went back to my room and I walked in and both of my... It had been disturbed. Yes, it had been disturbed. Both <laughs> of my trash cans were empty. Like, bitch, I said, what if I was, I was like, off? what the fuck? Yeah, man. So I sat down drank my coffee, watched TV, and, like, I don't know, 20 minutes later, the maid knocked on the door, and I didn't answer. Hola. And then, like, knocked on the door again, and I got up and started walking over the door, and she just, like, fucking opened the door and was coming in. And the sign was out? And the fucking do not disturb sign is on the door, and I was like, you know do what not. You, do? you get naked right there. You start taking like, your shit off. Right then. <laughs> I was like, no, thank you. And she looked all surprised at him and she had headphones in, so she couldn't hear anything. I don't fucking know. Does she but have she, blinders on or she, like, exactly. like uh, eye patches because she couldn't read either? So she backs away. Yeah. I sit back down in bed, drinking my coffee, trying to enjoy the morning. Beautiful breeze blowing through the hotel What's room. the name of the establishment, if you will? Sea Air Inn. Sea Air Inn. Great yeah. hotel, otherwise. Yeah. Great. I mean, I really, really enjoy Because Morro Bay, everything is a motel. Like, yeah. there's no real nice, super nice hotel. It doesn't matter because the atmosphere doesn't around. Matter. You exactly. walk the fuck out that door and it's Morro exactly. Bay. Yeah. So then, like, another half hour later, there's a fucking knock at my door. And I open it up and it's the owner, like an Indian family owns it. The housekeeper was was Hispanic. And she's like standing there with a fucking stack of towels. Like, Do you guys understand what and the I sign like, means? And I was like, I'm cool. No, thank you. I have towels. And she just looked all like shocked and surprised. And then oh, I shut no. the door. Oh, no, mister. And then like a half hour later, I go in and I take a piss and I wash my fucking hands. And I don't have any fucking towels. Because that ninja bitch who came in and emptied my fucking trash Stole took towels. all the towels, they even knew. the folded ones that were fucking hanging there. Yeah, they knew. I was pissed. I was fucking pissed. <laughs> That's funny. The do not disturb. They just yeah. fucking don't understand the concept of it, man. And then I called the desk and I was like, can someone bring some towels up? Like, and, and then on their side, they were like, this motherfucker, you had it turned right. It was like towel service. You had it <laughs> no, flipped around. I, no, I, I even double checked because at one point I was like, <laughs> "Does it? do I have it like on the wrong side or something? Yeah. And I double checked. What's the other side say? Clean room or something? Yeah, it says please clean room. But no, I had the fucking do not disturb side side out. That's kind of funny. You should have just got on the bed, fucking Let ass it loose. in the air, bro. Yeah. Spread them cheeks, dude. <laughs> Come in. That's what you should have done. <laughs> Come in. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> just set the towels over there. I'll be yeah. done in a moment. Yeah. Have you ever been to Go to SE? <laughs> <laughs> 
Wow. Inside but chat. I otherwise Inside had a very nice uh, That escape. ninja bitch trying to take your fucking towels. Escape from the heat. Yeah, she did take my fucking towels. I was pissed. Did she have crazy eyes? No. She did the John Cena right when she took those towels? You didn't see it. And then I, I call, And then when I did call, they the woman at the desk said that they'd send towels right up. And then like you got dirty 90 seconds later, some like 13-year-old kid... She just took a turn. Like, brought him up. Took a turn, yeah. You let that one in. And I was just like, I'm sorry, kid. Like, you yeah. know, like. Then with the child labor. Like, yeah. 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 Child, like, you should be in school right now, and you're just, like, yeah. helping your mom clean the fucking hotel. You got all, like, gay racists. You're like, reporting you, deporting yeah. you. <laughs> should I point at motherfuckers <laughs> making claims? Yeah. Shit went down. But I watched the fuck out of, and I told Brent this, I watched the fuck out of uh, the the skinwalker ranch show I, I watched a little bit of it i don't know if i'm on the same team as you like i don't know you can tell tell your story i don't know like i was just like mm, that guy i just feel like that guy's like i'm a fucking astrophysicist what was he an optical engineer or some shit i was like he's smart as fuck he's yeah. got a phd yeah. i mean he went through whatever the fuck he went through to get there i just feel like mm, i don't know it's just very scripted that team they have like Oh, the eccentric billionaire that's running the team and he's checking in. No, so, like I said, I mean that was yeah. even that was even my precursor to talking about the show. I only got to like episode it's, two though. And I, that's what I, I said. Yeah. I said it took like three episodes before I was finally starting to be like, wait a minute. I'll finish her up fuck, tonight. I'll, I'll get that? through it. Like how many episodes? Is it one season? It's like two a, seasons, yeah. but I, they're not very long seasons because like I came it's in in the ten, eight, eight or ten shows. Something like because I came in in the they were doing like a marathon because that night at nine the season finale for season two was on. What's, what channel is it on? What, it's what is on it? history. Mm. And it's either 100% fake, like it's just fake, or some seriously fucked up shit happens that they catch on film. Mm. And I tend to lean. And again, the first two the first two that I watched, I was like, eh, coincidence. You guys are reading too much into this. Like, mm, not too sure that that would really freak me out that bad. But then I was like such a fucking zombie vegetative state, cool breeze blowing through the room. I've got my coffee. I'm laying in bed. I just watched that shit and napped all fucking day. You're vegan, yeah. though. So and all, I would, all your states are vegetative. That's so true. That's to be fair. So I would wake up and I'd watch a little <laughs> bit more. I'd go out and get lunch and feel some cool breeze and walk in and watch a little bit more. And by the end of season two, I was like, what in the holy fuck was that that they just filmed? Like some weird ass UFO shit just weird like and it was, like i told brent like the thing that i liked about it was it's it's kind of like any of your ghost hunting shows i did find right, their meter though they, i always look up their tools like uh -huh. they were using a fucking it wasn't the emf meter it was something else but i found it on Geiger amazon mm -hmm. oh what the fuck was it it was like some other kind of weird meter that's why i looked it up because i was like i've seen dave brought an emf we have one upstairs somewhere yeah, somewhere um but it was like 178 bucks like god damn they got the fancy one on no they and they get yeah. even they get fancier like they'll yeah. be like oh the emf things keep spiking like what we need to do is put up a tower with like a fucking commercial airport emf reader and they're like let's do it yeah they didn't it's have like, i mean they Central. fucking they like the shit that a ghost hunting team because they, like, the they, the they have the fucking budget they got some yeah. jeff like, bezos wannabe like, weird guy yeah but they're like, like a space industry dude have you we ever should, like we should dig a fucking hole a hundred feet down they're like get a crew yeah let's do it like they I, just fucking I googled pull all this i googled shit. like uh world's billionaires you know and like a picture of him pops up, you know, fucking Warren Buffett, Jeff yeah. Bezos, yeah. Elon Musk, you know, these fucking people, Bill Gates. And I'm like, 
I don't fucking want to be any one of those guys. Like they look like fucking alien old people, <laughs> right. like old ass aliens. Like mm-hmm. all of them. Something's wrong with them. I just feel like some that, weird ass shits going whoever on. Whoever that billionaire is, probably who's really funding the show. And he was like, probably Bigelow got all that entertainment. And like this dude didn't get any girls, and he wants the fucking attention. He's like, right. I got plenty of money. I'm gonna throw it at a fucking show, and it'll make me someone in the spotlight. Because otherwise, sure, for sure, he's a fucking space tech fucking nerd guy. Right. That and he bought it. He bought the land from Bigelow. So yeah. I don't know. Like I, if you like fucking ghost humpers and all those kinds mm-hmm. of shows, it's mm-hmm. worthwhile. They're not looking for ghosts and they're not even really looking for fucking space aliens. They're like, there's some weird shit going on here and it's repeatable. So let, and they just keep upping the Annie hmm. and they're like, well, that worked. What if we do something that's a thousand I mean, times weirder than that? If it's like, true, like that guy's weird fucking head scalp separation shit that started happening was like, right. What the fuck is that? Like this guy, like you're not supposed to dig and they fucking dig. And this guy's fucking like his scalp starts separating from his skull and they can't figure out why. <laughs> it's like they show the fucking x-ray and it's like his fucking like tissue is like off his skull. And it's all fucking swollen. There's fluid between it or something. Huh. Some weird shit happens. And they're like, they don't know what's up. Why are you in not the hospital? Dig? But my problem is like their, their reaction. Like, they the, don't know. It's the, like one of the things. One of the reacts. things you're not supposed like to Like the fucking the Skinwalker Ranch reacts, reacts to dig. it if you dig. Like, but it's like very scary movie bullshit, you know? And so then they show it. But the problem is, is like, they're sitting around the table. Like, what do you got, John? And he's like the fucking electronic specialist. And what do you got? The fucking physicist. And they're like, where's John at today? Like that motherfucker knows where John's at today. And they ask where John's at today. And it's like, dum, dum, dum. and everyone just like looks down at the table. Like, no, he's got a swollen scalp. He's in the hospital right now. Like, see, I, I was like, I calm down. I didn't see those episodes. Yeah, that's where you were getting coffee. Swollen scalp. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're like, oh, man. Like, like he might as well have passed away with a reaction. Yeah. Like, no, no, he's at the doctor. He's got some well, Like shit. I said, there's a lot, there's a lot of on. shit. I mean, it's a reality show, so there's a lot of shit that you, that you have to take with a grain of salt. But as far as, like, they're either fabricating what they're catching on camera and faking EMF readings and yeah. just flat out lying or some weird shit is well happening. you gotta think yeah one or the other but you gotta think like if nothing was going on they gotta make something happen yeah right because it's a show you make a whole show you know? and nothing happens yeah, yeah. right right and someone said know. on the live it's an emt meter it takes your blood pressure then it takes you to the hospital <laughs> I like that, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's really big though you can't put it in your pocket so our uh it was like joel attenborough's stories do you see that story that he wrote on uh like something that he thought happened to him or whatever like and it was like i read it and i thought it was going to get better like oh, it was, it was you terrible see, you commented on that yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it was like i read it and i was like okay this you is gave like, him credit because you're more, like yeah you told it, was, the story. it was genius yeah. he told he told a story and it was this long ass fucking like eight paragraph thing <laughs> on never, facebook it never got it better. never got better <laughs> right it just stayed the same stupid shit the whole time and i and i and i read it like he got me right like and right. i was like okay that was fucking he didn't even intentionally do that. It was right. just a shitty story yeah, yeah, he yeah. thought was funny that's yeah, yeah, not, yeah. you know, it's like, it wasn't very good. That is funny. Yeah, and I was like, okay, you, you fucking did it. That was perfect. So our show is brought to you by El Yucateco Hot Sauce. Um, we give out a hot sack or a hot box every week that is full of El Yuca Hot Sauce, El Yucateco Hot Sauce, and other <laughs> El Yuca slag. Hot Sauce. El Yuca. Yeah. Um, and other you ever slag had El and stickers and shirts. And, no, I haven't had El Ukulele. Is the yeah. black good? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but how does uh, that not happen before? I don't know. Yeah. But if someone posts on uh, what we uh, call the Soch, yeah. um, then we look at the Soch and we look for pictures and posts about El Yucateco and we give who, them the swag. Yeah, I, I went to the bathroom while you guys are picking one. Show me show me who you picked before because I, ha- I have a different one. This was the... 
Uh, it was everything see, in the kitchen on that sandwich, and the only thing it could possibly be missing because every other ingredient was already there. That's pretty good. Yeah. But I was thinking, um, I don't know if she, I think she might have gotten one before. Our uh, our New York, our favorite from New York, uh, Nick Viencia Vienado's wife. Oh, yeah. Kaylee. Uh, Katie. Ka- Ka- Kaylee. Carney. What's her name? Carly? Now you fucked me up. Yeah. Kylie. Carly. Cardigan. Carly. Kylie. Cardigan. Kaylee. 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 Uh, she was wearing the El Yucateco shirt. Right. And I was like, oh, that's kind of funny. Like, there was an El Yucateco oh, post. The greenhouse, yeah. Yeah, in the greenhouse. So you saw it. And I was like, that's kind of cool because, like, like a, everybody always posts food with the El Yucateco. Right. And not, like, that was the merch. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. I was like, that's that's a that's a bottle winner right there. I'll tell you like, what. That's a, that's a, that's if she winner. heard this, then she wins a prize. There you go. If she's still listening and she heard this, then yeah. she wins a prize. If not, she's a fraud. Yeah. You've got to throw that fucking shirt away. You're not even allowed to wear it if you don't hear this shit. Yeah. So in the, meanti- in the meantime, we'll also give it to this person. Yes. On yeah. I'm good with that too. Yeah. So we'll potentially give out two. So Kylie, if you did hear it, give us a shout out, and you will be getting this hot sack. Um, otherwise, it's a sandwich. It and if you're like wondering, on- if you've never talked to her, and you're wondering what her voice sounds like, just think of the nanny. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Fran Dresser. Yeah. That's it. That's who she Fran sounds Dresser. like. Yeah. yeah. So it's a sandwich with ham and egg. I think red bell peppers, it could be tomatoes, spinach, chicken, and mayonnaise on focaccia. Um, Focaccia or focaccia? It sounds like a black chick's name. Focaccia. Focaccia. (laughs) Yeah. And it's from. get over here. (laughs) I I am Iki Island, and it says all this is missing is pickles, peanut butter, and of course, some sweet, sweet El Yucateco. Hook me up a hot sack. So look for Frankie Pigeons, and we will hook you up a hot sack. Um, strange way of putting it, but we will hook you up a hot sack. Mm. And as always, we like to thank our patrons. Uh, you really uh, help us do what we do. You help us keep shipping stuff out. You help us pay rent and buy ramen noodles. You help the podcast uh, mm. continue to exist. You also, to be perfectly honest, you give us the motivation to do all the research and keep uh, putting time into the show because we know that that you guys want to hear it, so we keep wanting to make it. Um, but if you go to uh, patreon.com backslash so no, freaking oh, podcast. Thank you, Jesus Christ! I was gonna go El Yucateco <laughs> again. Yeah. Um, if yeah, if you go to www.com, um, you can find us for as little as a dollar. Uh, you get our bonus episodes. Uh, we normally shout out uh, people at the beginning of the show, but we're saving that time because instead, at the end of the episode, we want to talk about some people who were close to becoming Sculpt Member of the mm-hmm. Month, and we just want to give some tips and pointers on uh, what they could do to make sure they become Sculpt Member of the Month. Yeah. So a second in, called Just a Tip. Just a yeah. Tip. So yeah. tune in after all of the, the stuff at the end of the episode. We're going to give some advice on people, why they were lacking, and what they can do to become Sculpt Member of the you Month. Ever, you ever had like a vision? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's just like an no, epiphany. It just happened. Mm-hmm. It just happened to me right now. Okay. And I want to share it with you guys. Okay. Right. Okay. It was, you were talking about the sandwich and all I yeah. needed was pickles and peanut butter. Yes. And I was like, man, we never, we always talked about like maybe making a whiskey mm-hmm. or something like that, but we never talked about making our own peanut butter company. We have, I've talked yeah. about that a bunch. It? Yeah. Well, I just had a name. Just or at least in. I had the, the plan. name. I didn't speak yeah. out. Yeah. The name just resonated to me okay. and it was, and it's Skeenut Butter. No. No? Now I forgot my name. You fucking me up, bro. <laughs> that's, that's worth it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ski nut butter with the SK. Ski nut butter. Yeah. Ski, ski, ski butter. Ski, ski butter. Yeah. 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 No, I, I had a whole plan about Did peanut you? butter. I've actually sourced you didn't like, share it. I had hens roost looking for jars and all kinds of shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had a whole, what the fuck was it called? God damn it. I'll think through the mm-hmm. show and figure it out. So our topic, um, I had never heard of this before and, uh, I, 
not going to lie, I got the majority of my research off of the Wired article. The labia majority. And the, the Wired article tends to be where I think everyone got the majority well, of the information. I'll be honest. From. I went to the Wikipedia. I watched uh, like a cartoon fucking thing that was on uh, YouTube about it. A bunch of documentaries that weren't the documentary about yeah, it. I did watch some shit that wasn't, and was not it. And I was like, this is not the right fucking shit. And then finally, I read the whole Wired article. And because it's an interview with that fucking guy. Right. And so I did. I, and then it's like, and it's funny because it, you say it in your notes. I saw it because I went through your notes. And it says that the article starts with, I'm a liar and a thief, but I'm about to tell a true story or right, something. Right. And so it's like, damn, you almost got to be like, you called yourself out. Like he's telling the fucking truth right now. Right. And so the Wired article is the depiction from, I'm not going to attempt his name. I'm sure we'll come up with yeah, something yeah, funny. Yeah. Mm. And I was like, this is probably really what went down. And I have to say, like, this is the most Ocean's Eleven Italian fucking amazing, job, dude. Fucking crazy ass so shit. So good. Straight out of a movie. Like, when you watch those movies, you're like, that shit don't happen. That would never work. There's yeah. not going to be a tiny dude in a little suit doing backflips into boxes and yeah, hiding some yeah. shit that they roll in. But this, they fucking they make fucking polyester do, fucking yeah. screens and shit. Because I... My research went the opposite. Got involved. That's always the hairspray yeah, with yeah, the fucking yeah, laser yeah. wire. I I started with the Wired article because from what I had seen early on, it looked like that was the reason I started with the Wired article is because J.J. Abrams um, paid money. J.J. Abrams acquired the rights. The rights expired though, to the Wired yeah. article. Well, the rights expired to make a movie, but apparently he still has the rights to make a Netflix show. Okay, so I don't know if they did something else, but the fact that J.J. Abrams read this article in Wired and that was what he bought the rights to, I was like, well, then that's the source material. Yeah. Other, otherwise, he would have well, bought the rights what, to something what, else. What this is? Yeah, and what's crazy about it is, is that it it's something that. Like this is apparently one of the world's greatest heists. Yes, um, it, has, has, it ever has all the people with nicknames yeah. and shit. That's fantastic, yeah, dude. It's fucking yeah. speedy I was so and monster. And, and, like, and the, the more I researched it, the happier this story and, made. And me. the the thing with it is, is that like because it's not well known for one, mm-hmm. probably probably to us really too, because it's not in America. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But the other thing is like there's just not really a whole lot on it which is weird because people make a lot a, a bigger deal out of stuff that wasn't as great yeah you know what i mean like they when, when i was reading the story i was like if you made this into a six to ten episode streaming series it'd be perfect yeah like you could fully explore all the weird shit that happened um everybody points to this one guy um leonardo nata bartolo mm, not gonna work here anymore yep and uh because and I think they point to him for one well for a couple of reasons excuse me a couple of reasons one reason was he was the one who agreed to be interviewed everybody right. who's involved with this heist has been completely fucking stone silent yeah. the one like they were either unfound or they did get busted for this heist and do some jail time but no one is talking because he told all. the story but he gave up no one he didn't right. give actual mm-hmm. names he exactly. gave the nicknames like Mr. Fucking Pink yeah, he yeah, did yeah. some Reservoir Dog yeah. shit so he did he agreed to do an interview for Wired. Um, and that was kind of what put this story on the map was the, the wired interview. Um, but so a team of five, um, in a summary, a team of five stole perhaps, and this is, this gets between weird, 20 million and a hundred, between 20 million and a hundred million dollars, big, huge gap between 20 million and a hundred million dollars. There's a in, gaping hole there. Diamonds, gold and, uh, cash. Um, I mean, 20 million is a lot. In the first place, yes, and and, and probably hundred million diamonds, jewels, gold, and cash. There was yeah, like all various, kinds of stuff. and like yeah, there was like stuff. jewelry bracelets. Yep. There was all kinds yep. of crazy stuff, gemstones. 
so Leonardo Natabartolo was um, so he was apparently he's apparently tied to the Sicilian mob. I think that was His, the problem. Their family get, kept getting confused with the Bartolos. And so early on, back in the day, they were like, hey, that's not a Bartolo, not a Bartolo. They just said, fuck it. Let's make the big oh, move. Right, and let's just yeah. change our name. Not a Bartolo. Yeah, that's clear. Yeah. There's there's no confusion. I here. think that's we true. Yeah. We're not, not the Bartolos. Bartolo. Yeah. We're not a Bartolo. Yeah. Don't get us confused. Bartolo. Yeah. yeah. Um, they wanted to go with fuck the Bartolos. Right. But yeah. that's a little in your face. A little too. Yeah. A little too of, like, the the yeah. whole point of the thing, the goal was not right. to be confused just with the Bartolos. Yeah, just to separate mm-hmm. it. So his cousin was apparently tapped to be the next Capo di Capi, which is the head of the entire Sicilian mafia. It sounds better in Italian. Yeah. So Capo di Capi, that's to be feared. Here with a Capo di Capi? No. Uh, so he's, he's definitely connected to the mob. Like his cousin, like he's a career jewel thief. Right. And his cousin is supposed to take over the Sicilian mob. Can you so be a jewel in thief the middle. in America? Like in Europe yeah. and stuff, it seems like like Europe and, you know, like other foreign lands to us, it seems like there's still jewels and stuff. You know, like here, like, is, are there jewel thieves you know, here? Yeah, like, you know what I mean? If you were in New York, if you were in Yeah, it's because we got, like, Kevin's Chicago. Jewelers in the fucking mall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, they have, like, like, South African mines and then fucking Antwerp. You know what I mean? Like No, but there's yeah. still there's Belgium the, there's the New York Diamond District, the San Francisco and the LA yeah, Diamond I guess, District. Yeah. yeah, I saw a thing yeah. where, I, we, I think we talked about it before, there was a guy with a fucking backpack vacuum that I watched at one point that <laughs> would go through the Diamond <laughs> District in New York, and he just this vacuumed the gutters and all the sidewalk cracks, and he made really? a fucking decent amount of money. That was his living. He just vacuumed the because they would drop a diamond there would be here, and he would that, find a wow. diamond or a piece of jewelry you have or to, earring. You have to go through all that, shit. and then he would go take it. He just all he do is yeah. sift it, man. He had a system. He would fucking vacuum all the sidewalk cracks and the gutter, go home and dump his shit into some fucking sifter thing. That's crazy. And he would come up with little diamonds and yeah. shit. Wow. Yeah, so, people lose ring diamonds yeah. and stuff all oh, the yeah, time. Yeah. Like it happens. Yeah. So, um, a guy named Joshua Davis, the reporter for Wired, yeah, um, Jonathan Davis's brother <clears> from Corn. Yeah. He uh, got, it almost sounded like <clears throat> uh, Nada Bartoli reached out to him. Yeah, he almost. was like, hey, like, um, I'm, he could take pictures because basically when we get into it, he like rents a space inside this building because inside this whole diamond fucking, this building, anyone that's kind of in the diamond industry in that district has an office in that building and or business and they store their shit in that fucking vault. Right. Because it's super fucking secure. So by establishing a business there, he gets like 24-7 access to his office that's in the right. building and to the vault to go check on his shit. So he gets to walk in and out of the fucking vault and see everything. So they start getting pocket pins and shit. Well, no, I'm not. What? That didn't answer my question. So uh, he refer- So he refers to this guy and says, can this place be robbed? I got a little confused during no, the No, I meant the it. reporter. Oh, then I don't know. Then. I didn't know if he reached out to the reporter of the room because he hadn't oh, talked to yeah. anyone. Oh, I thought you were talking about the other guy. No. Uh, oh, okay. He hadn't talked to anyone. And then all of a sudden, this guy from Wired gets the exclusive interview with this guy. I think he sat on that shit for six years. They were probably fucking tapping him all the time. Probably, yeah. Like, trying to get that story because he had talked to no one. Right. So the area in Belgium. So <clears throat> the city of Antwerp in Belgium. For th- there's maybe his three- cousin was an Emma Bartoli. <clears throat> oh, maybe. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's like, all right, I'll talk to this guy. There's a three city blocks. Um, within these three city blocks, the year of the heist, there were three billion dollars in diamond sales. 
So that's the place to be. Which I still wonder because when we covered the beers, we were like, we had come to the conclusion there's just fucking like Scrooge McDuck piles of diamonds. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Just to control the market flow of, right. of availability. Well, the, the availability here is completely provided to them by the, right. the beers. And the other thing is. But the, somewhere exists the that secret, pile you can yeah, swim yeah, through if you're a cartoon. For sure. Yeah. But the police. So the, the, they created a police force that just patrols those three blocks looking for diamond heists. And those police said that anytime you hear a number such as this robbery or how much money is being, you know, how many diamonds were sold in a year, they say that you can probably estimate that that's about 25% of the real number. Because three quarters of the business in that <clears throat> in that is done under the table. Yeah. Cash under, under the, the table, table cash with a handshake. Table or, or it's a, or it's some sort of, some sort of which how do you even of, get that yeah, yeah, yeah. how do you know because it's on the table where do you get three quarters from how do you i'm get guessing if you're the fucking cop who lives yeah. in this you would three know block the area yeah you, you know, know what's, what's up so that kind of three billion dollars in sales is gonna be like 12 billion dollars in sales that's crazy um but 80 percent of the world's uncut diamonds pass through this three block radius hmm. um because part of how um De Beers works is they, not the uncut wieners though. No, no, no. Yeah, highly Jewish over there. There's, yeah. there's a very uh, highly Jewish yeah. and Indian apparently yeah. are the two big groups. But so the De Beers have every month they give out 120 briefcases full of diamonds to the 120 dealers that right. they support around the world. And it didn't say how many of them were in this area, but it, I mean, if 80 percent of the uncut diamonds right. go through here. Perhaps 80% of their customers. Right. And I remember from <clears throat> research on the De Beers a long time ago, the De Beers would basically tell you, oh, fly to South Africa on the 13th yeah. and bring uh, $120 million. Yeah. And you show up. And you can only have the fucking yeah. chicken. And you show up with your money and they hand you a briefcase and you just leave. Yep. You have no idea what's in it. There's no negotiation. If you're upset about how much is in there, do better next time. Like that's just, yeah, those yeah, are your you diamonds. Get what you go, get, and you don't throw yep, a fit. Go but they say the Taco Bell drive-through. It's one hundred twenty million dollars. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Something like every time I'm talking about money now, something uh, I just heard. Like, have you ever heard the thing like, uh, like a hundred thousand hours to years, and a million hours to years, and a mm. billion hours to years? Like to to basically show you like you know to be a billionaire. What like how how far is that from a millionaire? Like saying a billionaire and a millionaire oh, are on the same level. Like one, one million hours to years is 111 years, right? That's a long time. Mm -hmm. One million hours, right? Right. But to be a billionaire, like to put that into perspective, like how much a billion dollars is as opposed to a million dollars. I see what's happening. One billion hours is 114,000 years. 114, 155,000 years. Yeah, you know, that's funny because a billionaire looks at a millionaire like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, and that, and that's the thing. Here, like, but what we you talk Nikes? about when, you're, when you're a normal person, you talk about millionaires and billionaires in the same breath. Right. One and the, they're not. One of the like, videos, it is a completely different One of the level. videos that I watched was talking about the $100 million theft, and they were... I guess it was kind of funny the way they, they delivered it, but they basically said if you wanted to make $100 million, you could either become Jeff Bezos and do what you do in the course of 24 hours, mm -hmm. or you could rob this diamond center yeah. because apparently he makes $100 million a day. And yeah. in all honesty, the consequence <clears throat> is like, 
oh, this guy got five years and this guy got 10 years. Well, no one really <laughs> got... <laughs> that fucking crazy? Well, none man. of the evidence really could prove that they did it in a way. Well, they did a pretty good job with a lot of things, just the fucking execution of the very end, the most simple part. Yeah, Take yeah, out yeah. the trash, man. But, like, yeah, so... The Antwerp World Diamond Center is what's there, and there's it's kind of like a it's kind of like an antique mall, like it's just a big space, a big three story building, and everybody who's in there, every merchant that's in there, is selling diamonds. Some of the biggest diamonds sell, you know, they're pro- they're probably not selling you your wedding ring, right? They're selling the jewelry store where you bought your wedding ring, all the diamonds to make their wedding rings, right. you know. But so there's a handful of store uh, uh, merchants in in this thing, and they all store all of their diamonds in this place's vault. So the vault, two stories underground, um, three ton door, <clears throat> rated to withstand twelve hours of continuous drilling. There's a combination lock, and there's a seismic fucking <clears throat> detection. Even oh, yeah. if you could drill, you yep. couldn't drill for twenty seconds because it was going to go off. Si- there's a seismic yeah. uh, sensor that would tell that there's a drill going. Um, the combination lock has a hundred million combinations and there's only a pinhole that you have to look in directly down to see what number you're dialing to even be able to, to dial it. Um, there's a key, which is a foot long, bizarre ass key <laughs> that, that you that have the to dude replicates off of video footage. Yeah. How in the fuck do you do that? Like what? Yeah, so, right. He's like, that guy has fucking six inch fingers. Like right. he knows how the fuck, <laughs> like, I don't know. It's a foot. It has well, to be some exact software. though. Yeah. yeah. It has to be exact. It's like though. a skeleton. Like, it can't key. be off by a fucking yeah. like millimeter. Or it's not going to line up with whatever fucking tumblers in this crazy safe. Well, he didn't use it anyway. He didn't use it, but, right, I, but I he made it. It's a cop out. I was like, this motherfucker should have yeah. tried it. And yeah. then he should have tried his. Key. Oh, I would have had to try yeah, it. Click, yeah. Click, yeah. That's what I got, bitch. And then not let him know. It wouldn't have worked. Um, yeah. The seismic sensors. There's a magnetic seal. So there's a sensor rigged up that has metal touching the door. Which, that's pretty can, common. That's upstairs on the basement when you walk out. It's what right, makes the, my fucking front right. door beat. So there's the magnetic seal yeah. on it. So if the door did open, it would set off a separate alarm. Um, and there's a steel grate behind the door that's also locked. There's a light sensor inside of it, a camera inside of it, and then a heat and sense, uh, heat, and motion. Uh, heat and motion Doppler radar sensor yeah. are all within the vault. Um, but you also have to get through all of the intermediary uh, small levels of security, mm. even to get to the vault and yeah, the be chamber. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So this comes to um, uh, Nada Bartolo and he was already, he had already pulled off dozens of robberies by 2000. Yeah. Since his childhood, like the dreaming, <clears throat> it was, that was in the wired magazine, I think yeah. or, or something, but he said like he stole the fucking milkman's money or something. Yeah, when he was so six, yeah. he was, he was, his mom sent him to the milkman and he came back with more milk than he was supposed to have and eight and bucks, eight bucks <laughs> because he took the money because the milkman was asleep and he took the money out of his pocket and took extra milk. And then I guess his mom whooped his ass, right? Um, Italian style, but he got the he, taste. He got the taste, man. He had it. Um, in elementary school, he would rob his teachers. Uh, when he was a teenager, he would steal cars, and he learned how to pick locks. Um, in his twenties, he started to study uh, psychology and human behavior. And There's something about it that's appealing, right? It's not just me though. Like when you think about it, like man, 100%. I wouldn't do it, but you're like, man, be able to pick the locks and do that shit, and, like, like trick people with fucking psychology. 100%. Yeah, and especially if he is that close to the mob, it's like, well, where the fuck do you learn how to pick a lock? It's like my uncle. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like the dude up the street, Uncle yeah. Locky. Yeah. 
Um, so he starts to track jewelry salesmen around like for no reason, even when he's like super young, he was still a teenager. He would follow a jewelry salesman just to study their behaviors. Cause he was like, if I was going to rob this store, I guess I would have to know who works there when they go home. Do they have a mistress? Do they go straight home yeah. to their kids? Do they like, what are the odds that someone's going to show up at an off hour? Yeah. Like he starts to think this guy's like got this. no chance. Like he's going no, to be dude. a fucking you know what, some, Exactly. Yeah. Dude. Some people, he's the fucking, he's the Leonardo da Vinci of some people. Things, it's their dude. calling, man. There's yeah. police and there's crooks. Like yep. that's the thing. And like, you're good at it. Like someone's good at playing the piano. That motherfucker could pick locks yep. and sees behavioral patterns of people, you know, yeah. walk around and, and when they For get sure. off the clock, he sees that shit yeah. and it's only valuable to that, unless you're going to be a security consultant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's unless after you, you get, get into the government. Yeah, yeah exactly. After you, unless caught, you, go you get the job hat, anyway. You, know? you might yeah. as well try this yeah. way and they take you anyway. Right. They hire yeah, you. We know he's good because he pulled off this fucking right. heist. Let's hire him. So in his 30s, he starts to put together teams of thieves. He would get lockpicking experts, alarm people, safe crackers, guys who could tunnel, um, uh, people who could fucking climb buildings, like second story men. Like he knew all these people, and he. I can he see the intro to, to a movie where they flashback, and it's like all their talents, and it's like the tunneling kids just all dirty in the backyard. His mom's like, Tony, <laughs> yeah. what it's time the, for dinner. Yeah. What, what was the tunnel guy doing at six? <laughs> he just comes up out sandbox. Yeah, the yeah, digging. Yeah, yeah. he's digging. Yeah. The dog yeah, sitting there, like digging. the dog yeah. sitting there, turning its head. Yeah, and you yeah, see yeah. dirt coming out of yeah. a hole. Yeah, he's got a little fucking pail and a shovel. Um. So uh, he lived in a, a city called Turin, and they became somewhat infamous in the underground, you know, I guess in the, the underworld. Um, and this group of thieves were called the School of Turin. So that's kind of gangster. Fucking super gangster. That sounds like there's a special sword or something exactly, somewhere. Exactly, dude. So Knights Templar was involved at some point in time. If you go far enough. And back. I think he was the, like he was the face man. He was the charisma guy. He, he was, was the charming. guy. They would let people would, would let him into the business and even yeah. like, Oh, he go to buy jewelry, but Hey, come back here. Come yeah. around the counter. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, let me show you what's going on. And, and he'd so, be like looking at alarms and cameras. And he was typically the guy that would assemble the team. Like yeah. I'm not a locksmith expert. I can pick a lock. I'm not a fucking alarm expert. I know some shit about alarms. So he would assemble these teams of all these people who were experts at the things that he knew needed to be done. And that was sort of his expertise. He was yeah, like, the, the he, was the, he was the yeah. director. He was That's the That's the secret to any good yeah. business. It's yeah. surround yourselves with people who can. Exactly, yeah. dude. So um, he uh, <clears throat> ended up, um, he's already a jewel thief. He's already doing all this stuff and completely independent of this Antwerp job. He opens up a shop in that Antwerp place because not because he was planning to rob it because he thought it was unrobable, but because that was the way for him to fence his jewelry. So if they did a heist and took all this stuff, I'm already a businessman in Antwerp with an office. These people there know me. I take all the diamonds out of this fucking necklace that we stole from a duchess. We melt the gold down and sell it in bulk. And then we just sell these diamonds yeah. at the Antwerp's, you know, place to the guy next door. He's in the belly, of the, he's in the belly of the fucking beast. Yeah. Like he's in there developing relationships. Yeah. And there's no, there's no like identification for diamonds either. Right. You know what I mean? Like, especially at the time, they might have some crazy shit. I mean, now. if it's like some, yeah, if it's like some super fucking mega, like, one off diamond, diamond or some it, shit. Yeah. yeah. But if it's just diamonds out of a fucking necklace, nobody, they, they might know the necklace. 
But once you fucking take it out of the yeah. necklace and melt it down, you yeah, know. it's like you have all these diamonds, and then you and then you accumulate multiple right. sets, and you mix them around. They're all a girl's best friend. It's hard to tell them apart. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So plus they all look alike. You racist brat. I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Poor diamonds. Mm-hmm. Poor diamonds. Yeah, they've been oppressed their whole lives. Yeah. Um. Too bad they're white. Huh? So yeah, they are. <laughs> Except some of them aren't. They have black diamonds. Yeah, and they're worth more they're not, money. What they're do not you think real. Of that? They're not real. Uh, they're forever though. Oh, true. They're that. So, um, he. Where am I in the notes? So yeah, so he rents this office in two thousand. And um, and he works for like three years. He's like he operates that yep. business for like three years before he fucks with any fuckery. Right. Because honestly, it might not have started that way. But he was like, maybe when he walks in that vault, he's like, how much fucking money is in here? How much money walks past my fucking? Well, he had office? a pla- He had a fucking lockbox in the vault. Yeah. So he already was going down in there and looking at it. So, and this is where some of the people who talk about this story say part like part of the part of what's coming up might not have really happened. Right. And this is the, this is really the, the ultimate mystery of this story is what made him decide to rob the bank and who put the team together. Right. That's the only question that's really hanging. So the version that he told the wired reporter is that one day, um, someone who he trusted, another, uh, a, a Jewish diamond dealer from the building, they were having coffee together in the middle of, you know, at lunch at work, and uh, he said that the guy got really serious and he said, if I gave you a hundred thousand euros, could you make a plan for me about what it would take to rob the vault? That's a bold move to, to put the question even out there. Yeah. To be like, this guy. Well, and that's, and that's a hundred, that's a hundred thousand euros just to make a plan. Just to make the plan. And that's why he said yes. Cause he even yeah. said, he said, I thought I at did. the time and as I was doing the Intel, it's not doable, right. but I'm not g- getting $100,000 to do it. I'm getting $100,000 from this guy just to show him the plan. This is right. what I would do if yeah, I would do it. Exactly. This is what it would have to be done, whether right. it can be done or not. Right. This, this is, is what, what would have to be done. Be done. Yeah. So he, uh, he gets, because keep in mind, this is 2003. He ends up rigging up a high-def camera in the cap of a pen um, that can take 100 photos yeah. and store 100 photos. And uh, he goes through and he starts. There's a police surveillance booth just up the street from the from the diamond building. Bulletproof glass, the cameras. He takes some photos of that. Um, He goes in, takes photos of the front door, who the guards are, where they are. Um, He heads down to the diamond center itself, the the building. Um, Oh, this one says it's a 14 story building. Oh, no. Yeah. 14 story fortress like building. The video I saw said it was three story. Um, but, uh, private security force, um, <clears throat> metal turnstiles. He takes photos of the, those little, uh, steel poles that'll shoot up out of the road to block those are cars. Like they those can close yeah. like a three yeah. block area. They just fucking shoot these things up yeah. and nobody can leave. Nobody push a button. Yeah. 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 You yeah. can't get the fuck out. Well, on foot you can. Motorcycle you can get out. Yeah, motorcycle, yeah. motorcycle yeah. or foot. Yeah. Or Vespa. Vespa. Yeah. If you had a Harley, you could get out. Yeah. If you had True. a Scootrayer. future. Yeah. If you had a Scootrayer. I have a Scootrayer guy that yeah, lives yeah, around yeah. the corner from me. He he rebuilds Vespas. Scootrayer? Yeah. yeah. Scootrayer. Oh, nice. Yeah. Like a luthier, but yeah. for scooters. Um, So he goes inside the vault, takes pictures of it, gets pictures of the way the locks look on the, you know, safety deposit boxes. And realistically, I mean, if you're doing research for a heist, 
those are probably XJ 911s, yeah. like those lock boxes. Like yeah, we know exactly know. what it takes to fucking break into one of those, you know? Yeah. Um, it's getting into the vault, which right, is the, exactly the boxes are lock boxes. Yeah. They're probably nothing special. Drill those motherfuckers out. Yeah. It takes about three minutes, apparently. Yeah. Um, so he ends up with all this intel and he gives it to the, the diamond dealer and didn't hear anything for five months. And he, uh, he says, here's your intel. It's impossible. Like we can't get into that vault. Like there's no way to do it, you know? Um, and I have to assume that that diamond merchant asked him because he knew. Yeah. Like he had to know who this you fucking, are. This fucking guy. I know you're not just selling fucking shit. diamonds. Yeah. Well, and he probably—I mean, he probably knew him. Like they're probably friends, and, yeah. and like you said. But he, you know, he probably got the idea to say, like, "Hey, what's it going to take?" Right. And then if you can draw me up that plan, I can figure out the parts that are impossible. Right. You know, like this is happening. Like, what can we do? Like, right. what? Like, give me some time, and we can figure out how to how to beat that. You know and again, I mean? so so starting from here, the story might diverge. This is the one part that the reporter himself was like, this is the part I'm not sure about. So either this other diamond merchant is setting all this stuff up or and getting this guy to do it, or it's him and he's acting like it was someone else because he doesn't want to bring yeah. this level of heat onto his cousin Makes who's sense. about to become the head of the Sicilian mob. Yeah. So this this story might have been, look, I didn't plan this fucking robbery. Someone else did because of some weird mob thing. He was and you never to trust a liar and a thief. Right. You know what exactly. I mean? Like, he's, he's partially telling the true story, but he's going or, to I mean, himself. even if he is like doing some fucking super heist with the mob, it might not even be I'm protecting my cousin. It might be I'm doing this heist, and if I can set it up to look like I'm not the one who came up with it, I'm only going to owe a kickdown to my cousin of my $3 million cut (laughs) instead of a kickdown of like the $30 million cut that I'll get as the mastermind. You don't really know the implications of what he's saying either. Right. You know, like you're saying, like there could be people after him. Yeah. Whose fucking diamonds were those? Like, you know what I mean? Like you don't know that. And if, if they're doing billions of dollars in diamond sales, there's some fucking high power oh, yeah. motherfuckers there For, who will kill that will kill you yeah, yeah, yeah. or have somebody kill you. Like, and that's what you the know. reporter talks about because he went to that location and he said he said it was like a pretty creepy place to be because it's just everywhere you look, there's an SUV idling with a guy with a headset on at the driver's seat. They're all bulletproof. Everybody's walking around. It's like it's either like Indians or or Jewish people with briefcases. Uh, uh, handcuffed to their wrists, surrounded by three guys holding guns, yeah. coming in and out of buildings. It's unreal. Like, it's like an unreal. You're not in location. prison, but you're almost in yeah, prison. Like exactly. it's fucking, the the tension is high. Right. Yeah. So um, dots, dreidels, and diamonds exactly. everywhere. There you go. Yeah. So that's and that's the that's the, that's yeah. the yeah, it's a little racist. A little bit. It's, well, it's not racist. Dots or feathers. That's, we know what Indians were talking about. That's like a about. stereotype. Yeah. It's stereotyping. Well, I was just talking about diamonds again. He's being racist. Yeah, diamonds. fucking white ass yeah. diamonds. Um, That's racist. So the diamond dealer calls uh, not a Bartolo, which I'm glad you said that about the Bartolo family because yeah. now I can remember his name. There's, there's the Amma Bartolos, <laughs> is a Bartolos, and then not a Bartolos. And the Bartolos. Yeah. 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 And uh, was a Bartolo. Yeah, yeah we're, 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 I was just saying the were, it's the were a Bartolo. <laughs> yeah, 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 mostly female. Yeah, we were, yeah, yeah, mostly, we were, mostly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, some guys it gets too. confusing There's when couple, they marry yeah. from one to the other. Though. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. They were a Bartolo, not a Bartolo. was a Bartolo, just not married a Bartolo. Emma yeah. Bartolo. Oh, it's again a Bartolo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Once yeah. again a Bartolo. They're forced yeah. to remarry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 
Um, I just feel bad for the kids. Yeah. It's one, once again, once again, a Bartolo. That's yeah. a long. That's the long one. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, once the, again, a Bartolo. Yeah. Really condensed population too. You go to the graduation yeah. for the high school. It's yeah. fucking wild. It's really names. only like six last names, yeah. and they yeah. almost have one eye. Yeah. Like it's like everybody almost has one eye. They're like star-bellied sneeches. Yeah. Mm. So, <laughs> Brent, mm. 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 not a Bartolo uh, gets a call from the diamond merchant five months later. He says, "Meet me at this warehouse." Always, <laughs> a, always a pivotal moment. Yeah. <laughs> like when you're when you've just been paid a hundred million euros to come up with a heist plan. And the guy says, is it a hundred million or a hundred thousand, hundred thousand, hundred thousand. I was going to say, fuck, that's a lot. Um, And the guy says, meet me at this warehouse. Yeah. He figured some shit out. Yeah. Something's happening. This is the part that I was like, damn, this is movie shit right here. But again, this might have all been him, yeah. or it might have been. It's this all kind. Of, it's all kind of movie. Either shit. way, somebody paying somebody paying a hundred thousand euros to get a plan to rob right, something, right? Like that's fucking. That yeah. seems like yep. that's, that doesn't seem. Because my thing like, is like, how do you not get on the radar? It's like you had to buy the vault. Like they're like they didn't, they're like recreate the entire fucking situation. Yeah, so that's the thing. So he he gets there, he goes into the warehouse, and it's just a giant bunch of black tarps, and he can hear mm. some voices in there. Um, the diamond merchant go like pulls like shows him to come under the black tarps, and inside in the middle of for the, sure Jason Statham was there when he walked in. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in the middle of it is a complete reproduction of the vault that apparently this diamond dealer well, had made based yeah. on the surveillance photos from the camera pit. Jason Statham was the transporter. He yeah. he brung the vault there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. brung it. I yeah. love it. So <laughs> he's standing in a reproduction of the vault. And uh, everything was the same. The lock boxes are there. The same fucking sensors are there wired up. Wow. And this motherfucker had some money. And there's three people that are in there talking. And the three people that he gets introduced to are the genius. Yes. That's his name? That's his uh, is name. Is this fucking Wu-Tang? It's fucking fantastic, dude. So the it's a, it's genius, a Guy Ritchie movie. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted to redo the yeah. art, and it's like, poof, I want like this to be like a <laughs> right. genius. Yeah. And some like distressed <laughs> font pop up across the screen and show the dude. Yeah. So the genius specializes in alarm systems, and uh, he's definitely a black guy with like glasses, like oh, for like, sure. like yeah, smaller yeah. than like yours. That. You know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah, he's yeah, like yeah. he's yeah. like the like fucking not really social. Right. You know what I mean? Like right. real awkward. Yep. Yeah. So he uh, apparently can disable any kind of alarm. He knows how every alarm works on the planet. That's I want it to genius. be Kevin Hart if they do it, though. Oh, or it like could be that, the guy yeah. from Iron Man, the other guy that flies the suit, Don Cheadle. Yeah, I think, but he wasn't he in uh, Ocean's Eleven? He was Don Cheadle was. Yeah, yeah, Captain Planet. Yes. 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 <laughs> yeah. Black and planet. What? <laughs> so wow. The monster. Oh, going for it, Brad. Jeez. With that. You're really. You're really <laughs> just digging in. Taking Diamond lives your, matter. Jeez. Taking out your white hate on yeah. us today. Yeah. The monster is the next one, <laughs> and apparently the monster. The monster. He just had me. a big dick. He didn't have a talent. Yeah. <laughs> they said he was monstrously good at everything. That's kind of weird. He, he's that the, is weird. He, he, the monster is the dude uh, from. Um, uh, Bullet to Guardians Tony. of the Galaxy. What's his name? The big dude, the uh, uh, Drax, Dave yeah. Bautista. Yeah, 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 yeah that yeah, guy. Yeah, he's okay. in, he's been in all kinds of good movies lately. So he's an expert lock picker, an electrician, a mechanic, a driver. My spy. He yeah. was super strong, and everybody was a little bit scared of him. Bautista. Yeah. That's a good. That's a good yeah. cast. Yeah, good that's what I'm saying. Kevin Hart there was, and Bautista. This so is my far. favorite name: the King of Keys. That's an old man. Fantastic. I wanted to and be the he same was, old, I wanted to be the the old Asian dude from Matrix that had all the keys. A, he was a quiet older man. No, I'm for some reason I'm I'm that casting, guy's got no, every key I'm casting no. Liam Neeson. 
Ooh. Like older, quiet, like he's the he's not gonna fight. He's just he's the king of keys. I think that would be a good role for Liam Neeson. I'm almost thinking like Robert Duvall. Oh, I like that a lot better. I'm almost thinking like he's Robert a lot Duvall. older though. But anyway, uh the king about, of keys. How about the insurance guy that's buff now? That fucking insurance dude from State Farm. You know what I'm talking about? Jake. He's, no, 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 no! Jake. I know who you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. I think he's no. I think he's too buff. I don't think he's got these. He's no. He I'm, I'm seeing old like wizard like. Yeah, he's not you know, delivering like, that wizard like quality. Yeah. Um, yeah, the King of Keys is definitely like some fucking Dungeons and Dragons character. Like he's you know. So he he said that he was a locksmith, who was one of the best key forgers in the world, and he was obviously brought yeah. there to duplicate the the Black Mamba. The foot yeah, see, and the reason I say like Robert Duvall, I'm saying like from Gone in sixty seconds. You know what I mean? Like that Robert Duvall. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Like yeah. he's kind of you know old conservative, but right, yet but still, still there. yeah, still still not doing you know doing not good stuff. And then finally, there was Speedy, J.K. Simmons, J.K. Simmons, who was a childhood friend of uh, yeah. Not a Bartolo, and, I, and I'm saying uh, that's John Luguizian. Le, Le, I fucking oh, swear to God, fantastic. I thought that. I thought the same shit. I <laughs> like swear that. to God, I from scrambling, spun? yeah, from I was spun? scrambling yeah. for the name, and you yeah. fucking said it. Yeah, that is totally speedy. Yeah, and speedy. apparently once Fuck. that's him. Not a Bartolo <laughs> brought him onto the team, and everybody else on the team was like, "We can't bring this guy on the team." Like he has a reputation. It could be Joe Pesci too, though. Joe Pesci, <laughs> speedy, player. yeah. Cause he's like, okay, okay, okay. He okay. has a rep- <laughs> okay, okay. Just, what, what we're gonna do? We're, okay. He has a nah, reputation of coming unhinged uh, yeah. at yeah. the end of a job. So when yeah. everything's done, he loses his shit yeah. while he's wondering whether or not they're gonna get and, busted. And every and he had to fight to have him on the team because it's his like lifelong. It's his lifelong. He's known him for thirty years, and everybody's like, "That's not our guy." And he was like, "That's our fucking guy." So they end up bringing uh, Speedy along. So they have to start f- piecing everything together. So. They end up hiding a video camera behind the recess of a light that looked directly down at the combination lock. Into the fucking pinhole. Into the pinhole. That's gangster. So as the guard, you know, eventually, <clears throat> once the, you know, they had a good enough footage that once the guard opened it up, they were like, okay, we now have the combination. And they didn't change that every 30 days, or maybe they did, but they did it with, they finally know, okay, we'll get the updated code, and we know we're good to right, first. Right, yeah, probably, yeah. But then that shit was like digitally transmitting to a fucking fire extinguisher in the next room that was a functional fire extinguisher that was welded shut. And it was fucking like some watertight mm. chamber with electronics receiving the information from in the camera. Mm. Yeah. And then they would pull that out. How'd they get in there? There was no other video cameras in there, like like to place that camera. Like that seems weird. You got That's to, the you got to, you got to walk to... in there and they left you alone. They were so confident in the electronic system they and the were. fact the guards, like during business hours, you had to make it past sixty three cameras in the district. They could fucking lock you down at any given time. There were fucking private security, like their own private army at that fucking Black place. Blackwater and shit. No yeah. one got in there without yeah. a special key. And card. that's the thing. So you by the time you're there, they're like, "This motherfucker's good. He's, he's already been, legit. He's been vetted. Yeah. You have been yeah. vetted once and you're inside there. Once the building opened, it, and it was open every day except Saturday because uh, uh, Jewish. And the know, vault. Every one of those boxes in the vault had like 154,000 combination possibilities. There's nothing you can do in there. What do you can do? Scratch your initials on one of the blocks. They they think what could you possibly do in here? So during the day. That guard would go down and open the vault and for all of the business hours, the vault was open because everybody had to come and go out of the vault all day long. So you had your key. You had a key card and you had your key every morning that would unlock unlock the accordion. So they have the accordion steel gate behind the vault door. Yeah, that's what you would unlock to get into the vault to get to your 
uh, so nobody thing. can run in and run and out. And there was a camera that out. watched you walk in. There's a camera in there that can see you. So you go in, you open up your safety deposit box, put your shit in there, close it. They know that you're there. And then at well, that's night, what I'm saying. There's a camera the that building, watched you go in. Where was that at? In the, the, not in the vault? Like, yeah, but if the guards watching fucking basketball or bullshit with the other dude popping his fucking bubble gum, they're only looking at shit if there's a problem. <laughs> yeah. And they know that if anything goes down, they know exactly who walked in there. They slid their key card, like, they scan their key card. Yeah. And they you're know. dealing with the fucking face man. Like, He's a fucking professional jewel thief. Trust me, it probably took him a month to get the exact moment where he could swap out that. He's fire been walking in and out of that motherfucker for three years at this yeah. point. So yeah. it's like he's got a fire extinguisher in his pants. Because for me, the question was, how yes. did you get the <laughs> how did you get the fucking pinhole camera on the vault? Yeah, while there's that's a what I'm saying. Why right there's there. a camera on it? Yeah, they but would have had the footage it, of him you know, doing. Sticky, he did the whole fucking slap the door when he yep. walks through. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. I, and again, that he walks you know, to the side and approaches it. You know, he walks past the guard station, sees what the view of the vault is. Yeah. So he knows you walk over here and walk this way. That, that one ain't. Yeah, but if they lost view of him or something, I guess maybe they just weren't paying attention. And they wouldn't care. They to, they, yeah. This guy fucking works here. Like, yeah. I'm Moral not to the story is, it. it fucking happened. He it did happened. It. Yeah. He fucking did it. Yeah. I mean, do something stupid. Like every time you walk into the vault, just do a fucking It's a Me Mario and jump yeah. up and smack the top of the vault and walk in. And after yeah. a while, everybody's going to be like, hey, weirdo always jumps up and smacks the vault. And it's like, yeah, because I'm getting ready to place a camera. <laughs> that right time there. there was bubblegum behind <laughs> yeah. Exactly, dude. Like, yeah. so. Um, <clears throat> That's just crazy. Yeah. So they end up getting What's more stuff. explanation on that? Like, it how gets the even, fuck It gets even more right. rudimentary and fucking crazy. There's yeah. just black trash bags and electrical tape and all kinds yeah. of bullshit. So um, on Thursday. So the this, this is my thing. Like, he. I think there was no person that came to him with the money that offered him money. I think he just had the idea to rob the vault. You know what I mean? Like we were talking about in the beginning. I think he just had the idea because you just went from him meeting a guy to taking him in there to now all of a sudden there's a team in there and it's his buddy. You know he, what I mean? Like he's in trouble it, just the same though. I don't know if the legal. No, no, no. I, I know that, but I'm just so saying. Like, I'm just saying. Like, why not take the mastermind credit then? I don't know. Maybe yeah. that's the. Maybe there's something behind the scenes that that's we don't know. What's the but angle? I'm just saying. Like, that I think. I don't think that there was a mastermind behind it. I think it was. Or he's. There's you know. a reason for a mastermind. We just. I don't want to uncover it yet. Like, there's definitely a reason. No, there is. There's there a reason is. that the mastermind thing would work in I get it whoever the mastermind no no I get was. it because they're gonna they're they're in it to make money and they don't have to do it I mean you're gonna hire somebody to no do there's a very specific do. reason yeah but I'm just saying like like, like I, I feel like though like just listening to the story or like going through the story I feel like there's not I think it's just him but He's I, I can't dad. figure out. Well, he's his own dad and he's dead. Yeah. Yeah. That's I just can't figure out like, I, I don't know. Like it, it just gets into like, like the story just kind of gets into like him just jump. Like they're just doing it. You know what I mean? Like it's like, Oh, we're going to go to the warehouse. What is it? And then all of a sudden they're doing the shit, you know, like it's like some, like he didn't even have to no, think there about was it, time. You know? It was, the, I think, I think the article said that they spent three months. Like once they gathered all the Intel, they spent three months training every single day no no i know that warehouse uh, i know that but i'm saying like it was like they he said specifically when he turned in those those you know the the plan that Mm -hmm. it can't be done right he's like it's impossible right and then all of a sudden he's in the warehouse and he's fucking gung-ho about fucking doing it no he's five months later the dude pulls him in he's like well fuck i guess they think they can do it is the thing like they built this fucking thing yeah but but if you think it's impossible you'd be like no like okay cool you got the safe it's impossible to get in it you know what i mean like 
you you wouldn't just be like fucking oh I got my buddies here and now we're ready to go. No, if they you broke know, down like, their plan though, if they were like maybe, this guy knows how to do yeah. this, this guy knows like all these things that make you think it's impossible, this team can handle. Well, it you wouldn't might be, be like, then it, it wouldn't try. be impossible because you would have thought of those things in the plan. Like we need a guy who does this, we need a guy who does this. Like that's not impossible. That's just you don't have the right people yet. You know what I mean? So I don't know. Just well, the, no, but if you're way, not the expert in those fields, like it's, I, mean, I get it. You would say we need a key master. We need a monster. We need a fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. like. We need a gatekeeper. But, yeah, but, he but said it's we impossible. can't do it. He said, but it's then impossible, once though. you get those experts in a room and they know more about all that stuff than you do, they'd be like, yeah, "Oh maybe. no, I can totally do this. I can totally do that. I, I can know. totally do." Yeah, this. I'm just not on board. Someone on the live yeah. said key forging is easy. You just go to Lowe's. There's there a machine go. that That's does it. They have one at Albertsons now. Yeah. Fuck, you can go to the grocery store and get key forging yeah, yeah. done. Key master. Yeah. So um, Ghostbusters, it was a higher standard. Yeah. You know, now it's anyone can do. I just put my key in your slot. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Thursday, February thirteenth, two thousand three. February weird. My the, that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. The De Beers family delivers um, the their hundred and twenty boxes to their hundred and twenty dealers all around the world. So <clears throat> on Thursday the thirteenth, they basically realize we're full up. Like the vault just got topped off. Now is the time to do this robbery, right? Um. So, and again, it had to be quite a sight. There's police helicopters overhead. There's tons of black SUVs. There's even more armed guards because the De Beers uh, delivery is is showing up. That's on Thursday the 13th. Friday the 14th, um, they figured out that, um, and I don't know if this was actually on Friday the 14th, but the narrative made it sound like it did because I don't think they would have moved forward if they hadn't already figured this out. They realized that the exact heat and motion sensor that was inside if you coated it with a layer of hairspray it would dampen it from being able to read your body heat for several minutes and the alarm wouldn't trigger unless it detected both motion and body heat and so, it so was they still- practiced it in their vault but they're like we're not sure how long that'll last like you should you had fucking three months and you've been practicing in the vault with the same sensor it made me want to get one of those motion sensors that I have upstairs and try it Right. Like, and see if I could get, spray I don't have a heat sensor, but the yeah. motion sensor and see. Yeah. And it said it was a very specific hairspray that they had to use and it was Aquanet. extra oily. Yeah, and that the For oils. Sure. Purple can. Big the sexy. Oils, they use that yeah. big sexy. Yeah. <laughs> the oils were what slowed it down. So they knew that it would kill it, but they didn't know for how long. It Apparently it was different every time. I remember Maria at the sandwich shop. I remember getting a sandwich and you could see like the bathroom door was open. There's a can of big sexy in there. I was like, mm-hmm. damn, what's big sexy? She's like, oh, it's hairspray. I was like, that's fucking funny. Big ass Aquanet looking can, but it was red instead of purple. Yeah, red and black. <laughs> it was called sexy. Big Sexy. Yeah. yeah. Um. So. That's what they call it, Dave in high school. <laughs> yeah, they still big do. Sexy. In some they still do. <laughs> hey, what's up, Big Sexy? Um, big Sexy. So, what you about? That's Kid Nugget. What's up, Sexy Nug? The um, Big Sexy Nugget. On <laughs> that Friday, he went in and sprayed the. Um, which again, this tells you something about his skills and knowing when to do what he needs to do. Right. Cause he walked into the vault. I guess took, that's, I guess that's why we're not robbing. This exactly. Place. Cause I'm like, how the fuck is he doing? So this, this motherfucker walks into the vault and sprays the motion sensor with a giant fucking can of hairspray and walks out of the vault. <laughs> cause you and get later, what do you say to that? Cause yeah. later, me, what are you doing? Right. I'll just put some hairspray when on the, the sensor. When the <laughs> cops are looking through the security footage, they're like, Oh, there's not a Bartoli. He just walked up and sprayed the sensor with hairspray. Yeah. Like, 
nobody so he must have been like chatting with the guards and i don't know just brought him some coffee and cannolis and he's like hey hey guys i'm working on this science experiment can i spray the sensor he knew exactly when to do it to not be noticed and that's what he fucking went in he practiced the circular like like most efficient circular motion or some Mm -hmm. shit on a couple things they watched so that he knew like like he did like a swift little like circle motion he Mm -hmm. could do it that fast and then it smelled in the vault momentarily right like fucking women's hairspray yeah you know that sweet, sweet Aquanet. He also rents Aquanetta Yancey. He rents his Aquanetta Yancey. You don't get to pick your nickname. He rents his Peugeot. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, which is his getaway car on uh, on that Friday, and then <clears throat> Saturday the fifteenth is the big day. Hmm. They pick a Saturday because the the place completely shuts down. There's no guards in the building. There's those police are outside. There's security outside and so forth. But um, in the building, there's no guards because everybody's so convinced that the vault security, the security measures are strong enough. We don't need a security guard in the actual uh, building. Makes sense. Um, so he was the driver and getaway guy. He rents the car. Um, and at first I was like, that's kind of weird. All these fucking experts and it's kind of his team. But then I and was he's like, the getaway driver. But I was like, it kind of makes perfect sense because if you need somebody sitting in a car in front of this building, him. it's got to be him because he has a reason. Right. To be if there. somebody walks by, hey, Carl, hey, not yeah. a like you fucking know, that's the guy from the fifth yeah. floor. I see him at, in the fucking cafeteria, yeah. you know, or even if you don't say hi to him, you're not alone. You're not. Yeah, it's that guy. You yeah. know, um, he's working late or he came in on Saturday or whatever. So it makes sense that he's the getaway driver. So he parks the car. Um, and uh, they um, end up uh, going there. The monster, the genius, and the king of keys and speedy get out of the car with duffel bags. And they basically realize that there's a garden from a building that's a neighboring building um, that uh, that touches up against part of the building. I thought what I read was it was just a shared like outdoor garden area, right. or space, yeah, yeah, garden like space. A shared space that gave access to that balcony. Right. So they had hidden a ladder in that space earlier, so it had, it was already there. And then that night they go in, they take the ladder, they climb up to the second story. I think the there's an infrared sensor is up there, doing yeah. it. Yeah, the genius climbs up the ladder. There's an infrared scanner on this balcony and he has a homemade polyester shield, which blocks the heat from that infrared sensor. Yeah. One of the videos yeah. I, I watched is a foil suit basically. Yeah. 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 from fucking Goodwill. They said that all the materials basically for this robbery, almost everything could have been had at Walmart. Yeah, that's fine. Like, it was just fucking yep. double-sided sticky tape, plastic yep. bags, styrofoam. Yeah. Fucking that. There yeah. was a milled piece of aluminum or whatever, but that was about, yeah, yeah. that was it. But still, you could use he anything. Get, he can get that at Walmart. Yep. It could have been anything. He just used it for the magnetic sensors, like the little part that breaks the lock on yeah. the door. He put a plate across it. But what's funny is on that part is why were the screws facing outside? Like they designed that whole vault and that magnetic sensor. You were able to unscrew it from this side. Like even regular doorknobs and shit, you can't do that. Yeah, they're on like the Like the inside, screws should have been yeah. on the inside or they should have been fucking That's like, the flaw. Like domed, That's the flaw. There's screws. always a flaw. Yeah. yeah. Always Those a flaw. Screw, I thought he screwed it. He unscrews there. it. So there's a magnetic set. I saw pictures of it. Like there's a thing, like there's two sensors. Like when you open the door, it just breaks off like that. So what he did was put double-sided sticky tape with a plate across it so they'd stay together. Then he unscrewed them, moved it, and stuck it on the wall over here so oh, that the okay. distance remained the same. The one sensor is just removable. It's just a magnet. 
The other one's a wired thing to a sensor. He kept them perfectly spaced and stuck them together. As soon as Took that sensor off, breaks, that's moved off it the over alarm. there, and they yeah. just stayed together at the exact right, same yeah. spacing there right. they were. But yeah. you could, you shouldn't be able to unscrew it from the outside. Yeah. No, yeah. no, that's the that's a flaw. Maybe well, you, you have, have to, to, but you have to unscrew. unscrew it from the outside because the inside is going to be several feet thick. No, they could, they well, if the, it doesn't cover. matter. It doesn't matter if it was on the inside and the door opened outward, it would break that lock. You know You're what I mean? You could have should have been through. on the they inside. They designed that safe. They could put that magnet sensor however they want. Yeah. It could be fucking milled into it and right. inserted. Yeah, it could have been through through the fucking one inch or one foot thick wall. Yeah. You know, a hole drilled where and it was in each side. Yeah. Fucking key in the closet and shit. They have right. they got a couple things they're slipping on. So yeah, the, the polyester shield blocks the thermal conductivity. So he was wearing a tracksuit. Basically, yeah, yeah. Um, they cover it up, and then once it's covered up, <clears throat> everybody else climbs up, and they they uh, pick the lock. Uh, the The master of keys picks the lock on the window. Uh, they go in, and now they're inside the building. So they make their way down to the antechamber where the vault door is. Um, they cover the security cameras with black plastic bags, um, and then turn on the lights. Which again, so it looks like the lights are off because it's nighttime. Right, exactly. So a lot of stuff um, is all about the practice that they did. It was like we're going to walk out of that door, and in exactly seven steps, you have to reach up six feet and cover this spot with the plastic bag, tape it down, and they just practiced that. They just drilled it over and over and over mm-hmm. in the fake vault. That one was kind of crazy because they took six steps <clears throat> in or seven steps in, lifted a panel. And had to strip fucking wires. That's later. Yeah. Yeah. I thought the seven steps was to that sensor, though. This one is just the security camera outside. Oh, okay. And then they do the magnetic seal. They must um, not have had, like, night vision cameras like you would have now. No, you know. it's 2003. I don't think that was super. And there was no, um at night, there was no, like, for, man, for there was a no man physical dollar human security. Area. Right. They might, yeah. yeah. They had guards outside, but they didn't have anyone inside during the night because right. they were just, they were trusted. Well, I know, but, but I'm saying a, a video camera would right. film at night actually better than day almost yeah, you know right, what i mean right now i don't know oh, for sure now, what it was yeah. in 03 right i know they had it though and you would think that they would have the best security possible you would think but apparently not apparently not apparently mm-hmm. they thought they were better than they were yeah, they were pretty fucking egotistical about everything um with that much fucking diamonds in there there should have been an armed guard at the vault door 24 fucking 7 pretty much yeah even a motherfucker <clears> sleeping exactly that way if he woke up he's right. like fucking you know hit the button so at some point, um, yeah, the, apparently when they were walking down there, the King of Keys was piecing things together. And based on the videos, he realized that the guard would always duck into this little side room and then come out and go open the vault. And he had his forged key with he him. He made a bullshit key. He knew the whole time that key <laughs> right. was in there. He's but he, was, he was like, does that guy just have the key in that room? And he fucking picked a little bullshit lock on that room and opened up the door, and the fucking foot long fucking key was. At just least there should have been a box. There should have been a box in that room. They had to slide a key card through to open the box to get the key. Even my refrigerator that keeps me from peanut butter and a is magnetic a and a magnetic <laughs> right? and, and a magnetic sensor. Yeah, that yeah. like you know yeah. when you open the door, like um, there's no alarm on the key. That's next. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna make my fucking uh, pantry like a nice, vault. I need yeah. a magnetic yeah. sensor. Now. You really need to post your picture online. Yeah. I should post that. That is a pretty funny thing. Because, like, people think that you're playing. 
Like people think that it's a joke. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That he's not real. Yeah. Yeah. This motherfucker sent me a picture of his refrigerator yeah, with two yeah. locks oh, on legit. it and cables. <clears throat> it's like legit. it's fucking not. He's the, not playing around. The pantry gets locked, and then the key from the pantry goes into the refrigerator in the little butter shelf, uh-huh. and then that gets closed, and those combination lock cables go on, and it locks me out from yeah. the key, and I don't have the combo. Hey, you think he's fucking playing? It's funny no, though. My daughter's friend real. that stays over all the time. He's got the fucking key. Caden's got the fucking key. He knows the or he knows the combination to yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. Like everybody, all the friends know the combination to it. Your daughter's friend that stays the night. Yeah, the time. Caden's that's a, a boy. Yeah, that's yeah. a boy. Yeah. yeah. So it's not a threat, bro. The monster <clears throat> turns off the lights, and um, then they so they turn they covered up the outside camera, uh, get through the vault. They <clears throat> they already know the combo. They've turned off the magnetic seal, <clears throat> and they have the key. And the key master, like the key master, you have to try your key. Yeah. Yeah. Like you've saying. got the real key. Yeah. It's like, Maybe I got, you got both no of them. time for dilly dally. I got, I got yeah. time for dilly dally, dude. I got to find out. You got to know. Yeah. Like your entire or, reputation. Or, yeah, now, the, like, there's I, this I was giving it. I was People giving are watching that. the rest of the team. There's other guys. Like, yeah, that motherfucker's key didn't work anyway. All he did was get in the closet and get it. You lose your fucking percent. Uh, that was your job. You lost your cut because your key didn't work. Maybe. And he, his story was he didn't want them to know that the key could be forged. So if they were to be found out, they just thought he used the key in the right. closet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But who would have known you used the key in the closet versus your key? Exactly. He was scared that it wasn't going to work. Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, for sure. I take back Robert Duvall. Yeah. I like Robert Duvall. Yeah. His shit's like a Kurt Russell. <laughs> He's Kurt Russell. Fucking garbage. So uh, the monster turns off the lights so the light detector in the vault doesn't go off. Then they open up the vault and they go in. And um, the at this point, Speedy runs up the stairwell to give an update to Donna Bartoli he says the vault's open. We'll be up here, you know, as soon as we, there was no uh, cell phone reception. So he had to physically run up until he had reception on a different floor. That's why he had speedy. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. So we'd run up and then call and then say, we got the vault open and then run back down. So once inside the King of keys picks the lock on the vault, um, which also seemed like a unnecessary on the gate. Yeah. Seemed like an unnecessary step because Donna Bartoli has the key. So I'm not sure why you had to stop. I think that's and, only a night. That's slid open during the day. That shit's not there. Like the vault's open. Oh, I thought the they still open. had to go through the gate. No, I think when you go in the day, you just walk in. That vault's oh, open. Okay. That gate slid open. You walk in and you have gate. your key to your box. Yeah, it's okay. just like, yeah, like the bank. You know, you go to B of A downtown. It's like that. The whole vault door's open. open. So the other thing that was weird is they said that monster propped the gate open because I'm assuming it's like an accordion gate that like will slide itself back. It's shut the metal. Or yeah, the or metal. Or swings. Yeah. But he propped it open with two cans of paint that, that they he got found. from the supply room. It's like you didn't bring something that would block, that would shut, keep the yeah, gate from shutting. Know. So anyway, but he I, did I some noticed paint. that too. I was like, that's kind of weird. Yeah, mate. Everything's how would planned they not to the fucking exactly. measure, yeah. and they don't even have like a can of tomatoes that's going to fucking wedge exactly. some shit. Exactly. That's they make Italian special aluminum plates, shit. and then they don't all oh, can of tomatoes. Yeah. That was subliminal too, uh-huh. bro. Yeah. That came out of my fucking yeah. ether of my brain. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you're doing. What are they got a can of? Could have been um, anything, I guess. Could black have been beans. Anything. Yeah, exactly. Black beans. They wouldn't have a black. can of black beans. They would have had a can of tomatoes. Can of though. tuna. They could have had some chickpeas. Uh, <clears throat> they wouldn't have, though. They could have. Logically speaking, they would have had a can of tomatoes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're Italian. <laughs> they found out. Yeah, you're right. <clears throat> it, could have, it, it could have been like spaghetti with meatballs. <clears throat> no, that's like it wouldn't have been that. They're, that's insulting. They would have never, or they would have because that's all it could be used for. They're like, fuck canned spaghetti. Exactly. It's that's good for nothing yeah, but yeah, a doorstop. No, it's just yeah. a can of tomatoes. I'm back with yeah. you. You want me back over yeah. here? <laughs> so, um, they didn't buy it though. They stole it just to use it as a doorstop. So, yeah, they go in, and this is the one where. 
the practice came in. So Monster goes in, takes 11 steps, middle of the room, reaches up, pushes back a panel, feels the security system's main wires, and then has to strip the wires up through a ceiling panel in the dark without cutting the wires and then run a new wire between the two wires so that he's crossing the signal. It took me a little while to figure out what the fuck was going on there. I was really confused about it. And then I was like, okay, I see what happens. So what happens is there's a wire that sends a pulse through all the, all of the systems. Mm-hmm. So it goes through the motion thermal sensors. If it's broken. And all yeah. If, so if, if that's broken. broken. So he just bridged it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, now you can get rid of this shit. Yeah, it's and grounded out. It, it's passing straight through. If we trip these sensors, it wouldn't fucking matter because it's going to make it right through anyway. It's bypassed now. But, but he to, had to do it in the dark over his head. And strip some wire. You ever try some, to do, yeah, strip some to wire strip without clipping it? the middle of some it. fucking wire and not <clears throat> cut it? Like, you know, in the, the monster, dark monster on your had some skills, yeah. you know. It's the tools. He had, yeah. he had strippers. <clears throat> so. He went client. He had client tools. He uh, ends up redoing it and then they cover up the heat and motion sensor with a styrofoam box. They cover up the light detector with tape. They cover up the camera with another black plastic bag. And the thing is, they already know this shit's working. They bought the <clears throat> same exact shit. They wired yep. this shit up. They yep. know exactly what's up. Well, and they haven't set an alarm off yet, so exactly. it's working. Exactly. Yeah. So then the King of Keys gets out a hand-cranked drill, um, and you cram it into the the keyhole of one of the security boxes, and it takes three minutes to drill through it so you can I pull the box like, out. Like, why did he not bring a fucking Milwaukee or some shit? That part, like, do you think there's a reason? Because it could, it's like it's mechanical; it can't fail. You're not gonna have a battery fucking problem Maybe. or something. It's like fail safe. Maybe, but it seems like a lot of work. It was like a hundred boxes he had to hand drill through. Yeah. They did. They went through 109 boxes, three yeah. minutes per box. Yeah, that's a long time. Yeah, your arm would be tired as fuck, man. So it's hours. Um, I mean, they're in there for yeah. hours. So he kills a lock, backs off. The guys come up. They clear and it. they they would pull the box out, and then there's pictures. They of the room. Would, it was wrecked. It was wrecked. They would turn on a flashlight just long enough for him to set the drill on the next right. box, and while he was setting the drill on the next box, everybody was looking at the last box that was already in place on the floor. And oh, so I just pulled this box out, right? So so you do one, we pull it out. That's yeah. box A, I set it on the ground. You d- drill through box B, we pull out box B, set it on the ground. While the light's on so you can get ready for box C, they're, they're now opening box A in that five seconds where there's light to see what they want to take and what right. they want to ignore. And then in the dark, they're loading up their duffel bags. They drill through that one. He moves to the next one, turn on a light. Sw- and they got the so boxes. much shit when authorities finally showed up on Monday morning. They said there was just like fucking diamond fucking bracelets and shit. Yeah, they were just on the walking over jewelry. Shit because they're like they had their overflowing duffel bags yeah, with shit. Exactly. That's they crazy. each had one duffel bag. Um, so this sounds like they were cutting it way too fucking close. So at five 30 in the Sun's morning, coming they up stop. And shit. Yeah. at five 30, they're like, that's it. Our bags are full. We're done. And they, uh, and the reason they're <clears throat> cutting you know it close, sh- I guess they do know what time, they know what time out. it opens, but at five 30, it still takes them an hour yeah. to get the duffel bags, uh, reclose the vault go back up to that second story, climb down the ladder with their duffel bags, make their way around to the car, load the car up. So they leave at 6.30 in yeah. the morning, which seems a little bit too late by my... People are getting breakfast, showing yeah, up to work, yeah. getting coffee. Yep. 
But they take off. Plus, they had the actual official burglar outfits on. They were fucking like striped yeah, yeah, out the yeah, black yeah, mask. Yeah, and yeah, it's like, wait the, a minute. With the black uh, stocking caps. Like, we're filming a movie over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just don't it's about wear, a diamond heist. Um, just yeah. Don't, just don't wear the mask. It's Yeah, geez, exactly. Yeah. And, and then you could up. be a, just wear a beret and you're a mime. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. They might have dressed up like like Jews, you know, like rabbis, you know, or the oh, little maybe, curlies yeah. and, yeah. you know. No, they were all, in, they were kind of wearing modern day thief. They were wearing fucking jumpsuits with gray duffel bags. Yeah. Like. And beanie you know, masks on. Yeah. You know, they had it. Yeah. 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 So they Why head they back jumpsuits. I guess it's to contain evidence. It's like, hey, to like contain the, evidence, the, the hair's not tools, fucking whatever you uh, need. Plus, you want to play the part. You probably feel better that way. Yeah, you like, would. Like you feel well, faster and, when you get a haircut. Your car yeah. runs better. When well, it's they clean. definitely have mm-hmm. sneakers on, and and you know, with a jumpsuit. Yeah, you have matching faster. outfits yeah. and nicknames. Yeah. The robbery's going yeah. good, yeah. bro. Yeah, I mean, you look like Run DMC doubled. Yeah, you want control over the variables. Yeah. So they go back to Nada Bartolo's apartment. DMC. Double DMC. And um. So apparently the diamonds are all in leather satchels uh, and they start unfolding satchel after satchel and they discover that most of them are completely empty and there's no diamonds in them. And there's no like every like we're not blaming each other right? because we were all here fucking cramming our like none of us did this, but they just got their fucking De Beers shipment two days ago Every one of these satchels should be completely fucking full. So the claim is basically that a bunch of <clears throat> other like diamond dealers were in on the robbery. They they hired this crew third party, unbeknownst to them, to rob the place. So then they even all pull the their diamonds shit. were already out of there. So they pull their shit early. It's an insurance scam. It gets scam. robbed yep. and do an insurance scam. But I, what I read was there was no known big insurance payout of any sort so they were like ah did that happen they said they don't know of some insurance of course payment. they all got fucking insurance payment they said there Come was on. no claim that there wasn't a big claim that was on something i read it said there was no claim so it was doubtful that that part of the story was true how was there that was no claim if there though. was an actual robbery though there was well, a, here's on the empty ones because it was like there was nothing actually in those ones like maybe those pouches are in there mm. and they're not because it's who knows what you took in and out of your private little fucking thing i don't know that you have to inventory what's in there maybe you do like when you walk out, are you supposed to be like still contained in my box? What did you remove from your box? Do they know no, the that, contents of your box? No, I think that's box? all completely it's all private. private. Yeah. yeah so I don't know. Yeah, the motherfuckers would have put in a claim. But one of the regardless. things I one of the things yeah. I read, and I think one of the little <clears throat> things I watched said that there was no actual like crazy big insurance claim for like the sum that would be a hundred million dollars worth of diamonds. Well, no, it's so going to be a bunch of different ones. It's going to be a bunch no, of. No, I know ones. that either though. That's what I'm saying. That, there had that, to have been some. I'm just saying with the one thing I read and the one little thing I watched. Well, if they got away with that. $20 million in diamonds, there had to have been $20 million of, of insurance, insurance claims. At the least. Yes, no, that. Yeah, that, yes. What I'm saying is that would justify the entire $100 million scheme. Uh, yeah, and I'm mm. not arguing it. I'm just saying that I saw a couple sources mm. say that there wasn't, so his story was less likely. That they so how, think, how... They think he got the $100 million and for some reason saying $20 million. Well, how many... How much insurance was claimed? Out of that vault, they just said there was no large claims nah, for so the hundred million. Well, yeah, there was. Well, that would imply that one person took like, the hundred million. Be one claim no, for a hundred million. There would That's be a bunch. Sense of, there would no, be no, a no, bunch no. of I'm small not, individual okay, look, claims. It's not me saying the shit. I watched. I some understand shit, that, and I'm we not wording. It. I'm no, not no. wording it correctly. I know there's not going to be a hundred million dollar claim. I'm saying that there were not claims claims equivalent that would justify his story. Is what I saw. That there were no equivalent claims that would necessitate it would say that rack. that somebody else that they were that they were fraudulent there was claiming fraud. there was yeah. no insurance claims that would that would make his story um accurate that would equal to that so i don't know well not his story but the story that the conspiracy 
that people were I mean, that's, involved that is to his do the story. And the wired thing, that is his story, that there was an insurance scam of some sort. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So well, maybe know. they had so different, maybe they had different insurance. This guy's like, how do they fuck. know? Like, how do they know where those people had insurance at and stuff though? They that's don't know part that. of my question. This too. is the problem. They you don't know some, that. There's always a twist. It could just be going Everybody gets through to the, the car beers, and then you know? you're loading the last bag in the trunk and the motherfucker shoots you and well, he's like, now I get it so, all. Right. There's I mean, some Kaiser Sose shit going on listen here. Though, we don't know. Listen though. Like there's Listen to me, Linda. Listen to me. Come and sit on my lap. Okay. Come sit on my lap. Come sit on my lap. What was that from? You said a long time Cuba. Uh, when when you're when they're estimating these claims, how do they know where they drew insurance from? Right. You know what I mean. I know, you man. could privately claim something, and I don't have to. I don't have to publicly say that I claimed insurance on anything. Yeah, I don't know. You know what I mean? Right. That, that's I, I, that's I, why I, that's the problem I'm having with that fact as well. Is yeah, it there, seems like the diamond industry is so secretive, and no one know like. It would be if I ag- had, it would be against the De Beers best interest and all the other hundred and twenty diamond merchants my best thinking interest is, and if you had to de- if you had to say how much money just got stolen from you. Yeah. Because that tells everyone how many diamonds you had versus every other person. Yeah. So it's like it seems like there would be some insurance. And, and system it might have been might have been De Beers claimed it and they didn't look at that. Sure. Because it was De Beers Diamonds. Right. The other thing is if I had insurance policies, if I had a million dollars or $10 million in diamonds somewhere, I wouldn't have just one insurance policy on them. All right. So I found it. Here's what it says. It says, uh, they're liars. Nardo Bartello um, claimed in an interview with Wired Magazine that a diamond merchant hired them for the heist. He claims that they actually stole approximately 18 million euro or 20 million um, American worth of loot and that the robbery was part of an insurance fraud due to the fact that the vault itself was uninsured, which that's wild. Um, as the insurance company realized the security flaws um, would have been never given, given it if they would have never given an insurance policy or something. It says mm. um, there was actually very little insurance money involved, which casts doubt on his story. But where does that come from? Where's the research? Where's, you know what I mean? Like, that's just somebody mm-hmm. saying that. I don't know. The, the, those are probably the facts. His story is what's questionable. Um, these are like actual stated facts of whether or not there was an existing insurance policy Who says in that, place though? and what the coverage. I mean, that's the internet. I don't know. Yeah. You know? That, that, his I mean, story is more he, He's a liar and a thief. And he's, yeah, and he's, but so, and he, is, so is the internet. I, I don't I mean, know. I, I just don't. I mean, I don't. Yep. I'm not saying you're not right, Brent. I'm not saying. I'm that not that's saying not, I'm right either. No, I, I know that. I'm just. I'm just, I'm just arguing the, the fact. Yeah, that's that, the rebuttal to his yeah, yeah. claim. I, I, I'm yeah. just rebuttaling that, saying yeah. that that doesn't make any sense either. Because how do they know exactly who drew what from insurance? Right. Where is that true? That's not a matter of public information. And, and it doesn't matter that if if he stole 100 million or 20 million, 20 million still could have been the insurance scam. Right. And it doesn't matter if the vault was insured. My diamond, it doesn't matter where my diamonds yeah. got stolen from. My diamonds were insured. Exactly. They That's what I'm saying. And I would have multiple bathroom. They could have gotten stolen from my house. Yeah. Like, yeah. People know. have multiple life insurance policies on themselves. Right. You know what I mean? Like right. if you had $10 million or maybe more in diamonds, you would have probably multiple yeah, insurance I have policies. A really hard time, or, I have a really hard time thinking they wouldn't have had yeah. some kind of policy in place. I don't but know. But regardless, maybe they maybe I mean, they didn't. Maybe they were just they crazy were fucking dumbasses who trusted the vault. Cr- yeah, so crazy Belgians. So um, the good the, at waffles, bad at diamonds. Yeah, the falafels are delicious. They really got busted because of a guy named August Van Camp. 
uh, who would go rabbit hunting with his two weasels. Rabbits. He was hunting rabbits. He was hunting rabbits with his pet weasels. Mm. And he would go every weekend. And he was a get off my lawn, you damn kids kind of guy. So his land where he would hunt, there were always kids. You're going to blame this shit in. on the farmer, not on Speedy? It was Speedy's fault for sure. Well, but this without this guy... If Speedy would have been. burned that shit, it wouldn't happen either. I thought that whole thing was fucking weird. They were well, having their trash together. We're, we're like, there. Yeah. Let me, let me okay. get through August. So he was he was crazy paranoid about trash on his land. And every time anyone had, anytime he found garbage when he was rabbit hunting, he would call the local police <laughs> and man. say, I found six more beer bottles in a fucking pizza box. And they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to send someone right, right out on this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll be there in they, September. Yeah. Did they trip your right. camp bell? Yeah, exactly. That's what they, yeah. Right, nice. There's a fat chick trying to crawl across <laughs> my farm right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, my camp bell went off. So without Speedy <laughs> and without this guy, like if this guy didn't call the cops on the trash that he found, right. nothing would have be, would have become very of chicken this. Or the egg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... They so everybody goes their separate ways. Uh, not a Bartello and they were, Speedy. They were right about Speedy. <clears throat> they were completely right about Speedy. Him. So they end up riding together, not a Bartello and Speedy. They're all supposed to meet <clears throat> in several days in another town outside of Milan to meet with the yeah. art dealer and and get their cut and do all that stuff. So all that's left is art all dealer? the bits of evidence. The art dealer, the, the yeah. or the diamond dealer. All that's left is the all the bits of evidence, their plastic gloves, the fucking whatever that, you know, every all the little Speedy bits and left pieces, is. even uh, security camera uh, uh, videos. They should have been cleaning up while they were cooking, man. Yeah. Like they need to fucking wash should've lit it plates. on fire. Why would you well, not light that on fire? That's the plan. Yeah, the plan is pull over, put and they're, yeah. they're just getting near the, the border of Belgium. <clears throat> they're like, we got to get rid of this shit before we try to cross the border, because yeah. if they want to look in our car at the border, man, we're going to find waffles all this shit. really sound good. Yeah. I might have that tonight. So they pull over and um, he goes, he says, Speedy, stay in the car. I'm going to find a place wh where I can burn everything. Yeah. <laughs> he comes back to the car and Speedy just turned into fucking Daffy Duck in a Looney Tunes cartoon. He lost his fucking And he's shit. fucking bouncing up and down. All the fucking film from the video cameras is flying through the trees like streamers. There's money everywhere blowing through the air. All the fucking trash. There's a there's a photo of the trash. All the trash is just fucking strewn around on the ground because Speedy lost his fucking marbles. He's like he's gone too long. He's like I think someone's coming. And he's like you motherfucker. He said it was so quiet you could hear a string fucking crackling off to the side. You and if water. Speedy just kept his shit together for another <clears throat> five minutes, he would have come back, got the shit, gone and burned it. All the evidence is gone. But Speedy threw it everywhere. There was so like they diamonds hours. and receipts yeah. and fucking papers and fucking like. Correspondence and all kinds of shit they needed to take care they of. They spent hours trying to gather Such a well up all this shit. Trash. Man, they should have fucking burned half that shit in a fucking barrel long before they even fucking. You should have burned yeah. it in not a Bartolo's apartment. Yeah, it shouldn't. Have, it shouldn't have went with you in a bag. No, like, no. yeah. Like it's like because what if you did get pulled over? What if they did stop you in the car? Here's the like, like search your car. Like oh fuck, we have all the well, evidence. Here, here's the other misstep. So you rented a fucking warehouse with a fucking fake vault in it. All this fucking shit. It seems too so, crazy to, so when for you this leave, to happen. When you leave the the scene of the crime, we don't all come back to my apartment. Yeah. We go to some other apartment that we rented. Yeah. Or an Airbnb. Kind of far away. Or back to the fucking warehouse where we planned everything and all the evidence is where the fake vault is. Yeah. You know, and then we burn the evidence there, you know, like... 
it seems like you don't go back to your apartment. You go someplace that you can freely burn the trash, change your clothes, burn your clothes. So there's not fibers. Yeah. Fucking do everything and then bounce. Shave your fucking head. Like actually I'd have done that. So, but August van camp calls and says, yeah, there's fucking half eaten sandwiches here. (laughs) There's uh all these envelopes that say like the fucking di- the Antwerp diamond exchange, but and the cops are like, wait, now what now? What? Whoa, whoa, <laughs> yeah. whoa, 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 whoa. And, you know, <laughs> rewind. Yeah, not there. pizza boxes. Hold on. So all of a sudden they fucking show up and they're like, oh shit, this is all the evidence from it. So, <sighs> but even that evidence is kind of circumstantial. Like the 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 courts really fucking threw it at him because it seems like if you had a good lawyer. They can't really pin this on you with what they had. So they get this dude on a half eaten. There's no sandwich. names like you could have like it could say mastermind on there or fucking. You know what I mean? Like it was fucking DNA. The it, wasn't, genius. it wasn't the name. So, yeah, so they had they had um, uh, there was a key there. What, wait, what is it here? There was a, a, a business card. Yeah. That had the name, address, and phone number of a guy named Elio Denario, which is who was a He's gonna uh, did electronics, everything. and that was the genius. Yeah, and in Nada Bartolo's apartment, he had that guy's card. They're like Elio's going to Denario everything, right? We, but why would you him? keep that guy's card in your yeah. fucking apartment? Bad. bad it's almost idea. like a setup. Yeah, like there's a half-eaten anti antipasto Italian salami sandwich. Oh. Um, with the packaging of the type of salami that's there, and they end up, the detectives go back to Nada Bartolo's apartment. <clears throat> they found a receipt um, for that exact type of salami. They go to the grocery yeah. store, they rewind the footage, and they find footage of the monster buying that. Uh. They're like, someone bought this at this exact timestamp. They rewind it, they find a picture of this guy buying this all this stuff that's in that? Nada Bartolo's house. They're like, it's that's another together. Yeah, it's, it's linking, linking them together. them together. Yeah. Um, but um, so they get arrested. Uh, he ends up um, going. He goes back home. He has a house. Uh, I can't remember where his house is. Um, East side. The LBC. And they're on a mission trying to find Mr. Warren G. Nice. He goes back to where his wife is and his kids are. His kids are in their 20s. Um, his granddaughter's there. He goes back and he's hanging out. They just, you know, I'm, I'm assuming she knows he's a fucking diamond thief because of some stuff that goes on later. But, um, they, he goes back and then he realizes again, just the whole fucking back end of this plan just falls apart. He has to go back to Antwerp. I guess this was intentional. He has to go back to Antwerp and return his rental car. Mm. And he also wants to go back to work selling diamonds because he figures everybody who's not part of the building anymore is going to be be the first people they're looking for. So he goes back. The cops are like, he's never fucking coming back, but he goes home. He, his wife goes with him and they They already know it's him though. And they they're heading back to Antwerp. And when he's on his way, the cops are busting his house that he just left. His son, who's 24 is trying to call him and say, Hey, the cops are breaking in the door, but he always lets his granddaughter play with his cell phone and his granddaughter turned the volume the down on his cell phone. So when he and his wife are driving off and his son's trying to say, don't go back to Antwerp, he doesn't get the call. Um, so he goes back. Uh, she did they, get a thousand points on Candy Crush that I heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's all good. They meet up with some friends and have dinner and then he goes the next day uh, back to work and they arrest him when he's at work. 
And then the cops immediately go to his apartment. And when they get to his apartment, his friends and his wife are leaving the apartment with bags full, like they're caught red handed, leaving with bags full of shit. And two of them are carrying a rolled up like the the rug carpet, yeah. uh, the carpet from the living room is rolled up and they're carrying it out because basically he had just fucking scattered diamonds on the rug and just rolled it up. Yeah. It was like, just carry the rug. Um, kind of smart. Probably very to shake was, them out. Yeah, that, yeah. Was a good, that was a good. Uh, and they're maneuver. hidden like you unroll the carpet. You probably wouldn't see you it. It's like full diamonds. It, yeah. yeah. Um, so he gets arrested. Um, the the he gets ten years for orchestrating the heist. The monster gets five years because um, they found his DNA on tape inside the vault, um, and they found his DNA on the salami sandwich. The genius. Got questioned in Italy. Who doesn't finish a salami sandwich? Exactly, dude. The monster. Um, He's a monster. monster. Yeah, that was like his third one. He goes, rawr, and he leaves the last bite. You're like, yeah. that's the best part. No one takes your last bite. He's like, I throw that shit I throw away. I throw that shit away. I'm a monster. Fuck. Um, you are a monster. The genius gets extradited to Belgium and does a five-year sentence. Uh, Speedy does a five-year sentence in Italy. Um, it only took 2.5 though he's fucking fast even at yeah he is very yeah. surprised they didn't kill him mm-hmm. and the king of no keys is, is never caught oh so shit the exactly dude Wizard. even if he was he would have got out of there yeah you can't contain him yeah so fucking, really yeah. the <laughs> he'll make a key so the question comes down but to then find the key and use it where were those diamonds i mean it doesn't make any they sense never that found just, them, right? it doesn't make any sense that box after box after box didn't have diamonds in them because two days before the fucking delivery got made. There's well, like should have been flush days with or motherfuckers what might have needed diamonds. Did they did they recover twenty million in diamonds though? That yeah. was unclear. What, what was the recovery? It. Yeah. What I was the recovery? Because it said most of it's still at large, but that's yeah. like is it most of an alleged hundred million and they found twenty and that's why he's saying twenty? Because he's like, there is no other eighty. The Give stuff, it up. The, the st- from what it looked like that I was Doesn't reading a hundred yeah. million dollars in shit was gone from the vault and missing. But he is telling the reporter it's twenty we million. only stole twenty million dollars worth because of shit. Because the right. shit was missing. So maybe I mean So a hundred million dollars yeah. of stuff was reported as missing from all the merchants who got yeah. robbed. It might also be a good smart move to be like, so quit looking, because there's only twenty. And, and that might 20, be I got 80 hit and, and that might be yeah. why he talked to the guy from Wired to put that story out there to be like, look, there's only 20 million. Like that's all we found. That would this explain story. it would explain everything. He's like, I'm gonna write out this 10 years. We stashed 80 million right away. We let them find 20 million. You right. did five, I did 10. We'll say there was an insurance fraud. It explains why there was no insurance policy and no one collected money on it. Cause they really or no, it wouldn't, because they would collect it then. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They would so have I, had the to have been still weird. Yeah, they weird. there would have had no matter what, there would have been insurance claims for at least twenty million that that no, unless they got those twenty million back, but if a hundred million got stolen there would have been insurance money. Or that, fucking, just, or that building just, did not insure their fucking vault because they, they had a private yeah. fucking army. Like or said, De Beers, just, or De Beers just, just made another delivery because they have a fucking yeah. swimming pool vault of diamonds. I just don't you know? I just don't see that a diamond merchant with fucking millions and millions of dollars in diamonds. No insurance. Doesn't have insurance. I don't see that the insurance is, I mean, the insurance is not a matter of public record. So a reporter can't, <sighs> yeah, I, mean, I mean, you can't find out. Yeah, that, that's like, what, that's not, what I'm saying. Like, like, you wouldn't you know you if somebody no pulled these policies. Who, who did policies and, yeah. and, and what well, where they had them. Right. They could have been in Belgium and had policies in the United States or fucking Canada. Or, and I mean, another, another factor might have been, um, it could have just been, 
I'm going to look really bad in the eyes of the De Beers if my entire diamond shipment just went missing and I fucking put on a public bitch about it. Like the De Beers decide who gets diamonds and how many they get. I just lost $7 million in diamonds. I'm going to have to fucking suck it up, not put in an insurance claim, not bitch about it to the De Beers because I want them to know I'm a strong team player and my next suitcase is going to be flush with diamonds. You don't know. Like Like, that. You don't know the back end, like what's really happening. I don't know. So, so there's weird, like the, the weird couple of mysteries are. If a hundred million dollars was reported missing, why are the thieves saying they only got 20? And was there really a diamond dealer who put this whole thing together or was it not a Bartolo? Mm-hmm. Because all indication is that it would have been him putting everything together. The other members of the team knew enough about Speedy to say we don't want him on the team because he comes in. That's what I'm saying. Those guys already knew. It's him. like it seems like they might have already been working together. Yeah. Um, that was his team. It's like his job was putting teams together to do jewelry heists. I just like, want to know is Italy like lax about shit? Because I feel like you do anything here, like of anything, it's 20 to life. Like you're fucked. Except murder. Yeah. Murder is 10 years. I think it's, I almost think it's the opposite. I don't think they're lax about it. I think they were too tight about it. They really, you have someone's DNA evidence on a piece of tape in a vault and he does five years. You have no evidence that my guy was in that vault. None. DNA? You have, you have, you have proof that tape that he touched is in the vault. Right. Ain't no way. That's right. what you can prove. Yeah. There's like no you video can't, of it. You can't throw five years at me for doing like, you you have and Unless he ate he a, a salami sandwich. Like yeah. I don't know. Even like two of the articles that I read were like the courts were surprisingly swift. Yeah, and he ate and he stern. ate a salami sandwich that was found in a field. Right. True. I mean, anyone's DNA could be on that fucking field. It's like a I, bum could have picked that shit up or something. Or yeah, like, they're, like it's. Well, it's, I wouldn't put his DNA on it. Though. I think I think in an American court with a good lawyer. I don't think any of these guys would have done any time. There was it was all circumstantial, circumstantial evidence. There was right, no yeah. real yeah. rock solid evidence. Circumcisional. That, there was that no. Yeah, there was nothing there. placing them at the scene. Right. Like doing the heist. But yeah. at the end of the day, if if it was the three of us, circumcisional evidence is clear cut. Yeah. But if it was like the, yeah, if it was the three <laughs> of us and CJ Laser and Sam Culper and. Right. We each pocketed, you know, a split of a hundred million dollars. You had that team. team. You had that team in your pocket, bro. You're ready. We each each split our hundred million dollars. Like, if my penance is, I got to do five years. That's cool, right? Yeah, Uh, (laughs) that's what what I'm getting. I come out five years later, and so assume the mastermind got a third, because that and that was the other thing we didn't talk about is they were supposed to meet um, the mastermind in in and divvy it all up, and the guy never showed. Hmm. Um, so that, that's another weird, uh, hmm. factor. Yeah. Because he would have wanted his cut. He would have wanted his fucking cut unless there was an insurance thing. But even so it's like, so my cut of 20 million is still worth getting on a train. Yeah, for. But they cut yeah. not going to work here anymore. Right off the bat. Maybe those other dudes got away and gave mastermind the cut or hid some fucking money. Like, you know, cause we really don't know what was recovered. True. Yeah. That's, unclear. that's true. That this is there one were diamonds guy's, in a rug. This is but, one guy's they're diamonds in a rough rug. Yeah. 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 This is one guy's side of it. You don't really know what happened with right. the other guys. They took right. off. They, they could have had the meeting, you know, so yeah, whether there was a a pre a pre dealer or not, I think it's I think there's a good chance that the whole thing was a lie, so that we didn't have to recover our hundred million dollars back to the police. Like now that I'm going to jail, I'm just gonna say that we only got twenty. That way, my other eighty is fucking waiting for me to get out. You know. Hmm. So there we go. How do you think you pronounce L I N O if it were a name? Lino. 
Lino? Lino? I thought Lino. You said Lino, but I think of Lionel. Like moving into Lionel Richie, that it would it would be L I N O. Yeah. Versus Lino. I don't know. Well, that motherfucker won a social media prize. Right. Damn. Damn. Yeah. However you say it. Damn. Episode 590B is Nature's Little Machines. Um, at Lino Wolf. Oh, look at that. Brad, I like it. It's Wolf with a fucking E at the end of it. Um, he's going to win a t-shirt for retweeting our twat on them Twitters. Um, Frankie Pigeon is going to reach out and get your shirt size and your information. Thank you for sharing on social media. We reward that. We encourage that behavior. Please do more of that. Um, and we will get a shirt out to you. Also, we are part of the Podbelly Podcast Network. You can go to podbelly.com and check out cool podcasts like Hillbilly Horror Stories and Paranormal Punchers. Go to podbelly.com if you want to learn more about podcasting. Check that out. Also, check out El Yucateco Hot Sauce. That is our primary sponsor. Um, every week we give away a, what we call a hot sack or a hot box. We post on social media. We ask that you interact and uh, post why you are worthy of some hot sauce. And then we ship out like you know T-shirts, hot sauce, stickers, all kinds of crazy stuff. Whatever swag. I got a bunch of crazy VHS tapes. We got some mm. Tony Robbins fucking full complete audio cassette. There's all kinds of cool uh, prizes we've got upstairs. And uh, we look for reasons to give it to you. All you have to do is be worthy. So yes. participate on social media in whatever way you do. And it might not even be anything we asked for. You might just find you at random because you're wearing a Sofa King shirt. You know? mm. And we will, we will reward that behavior. So we appreciate that. We appreciate the support. Check that out. Also support El Yucateco Hot Sauce. You can go to elyucatecohotsauce.com and get their sauce. You can find it at major grocery stores. They've got gear if you're already a fan and you already love it and you want to go further. You can go get a shirt. We've got all kinds of stuff, and maybe you can win it if you help participate with our social media giveaways. Um, also, check out Print Dirt Cheap. You can go to printdirtcheap.com. Um, get stickers and printed goods. If you've got a business or a band or a podcast, any reason that you need promotional items like that, they can generally source that, um, and you can save some money by using code SOFAKINGPODCAST. Also, check out Jimmy D's Tees. Um, he makes some of the shirts that are available on our website at sofakingpodcast.com forward slash shop. Um, and he also makes his own stuff. He's got some goods and apparel over there. He's got cool shirts and stuff. A lot of the people that listen to the show, I've seen them post and wear it. Uh, lots of cool stuff. Go check it out. Tag him. Uh, tag us and post it if you get it. Go support him. And also check out SKR Apparel at S-U-I-K-E-R Apparel.com and use code SOFAKING to save 10% when you get over there. Check out RetroVague at RetroVague.com if you're into 80s stuff. <laughs> cool clothing and backpack and hats and coffee mugs and all kinds of cool stuff over there. Go check that out. And that is all I have. It's your turn, Brad. Is it my turn? It's your turn. Dave. Dave's headed up. Uh, Dave's going to do it? Oh, yeah, it's Dave's turn, actually. Yeah, we've got to do... Uh, we're just going to do one because we're running late and I'm about to piss my pants. Ooh. <clears throat> we've, got to do, we've got to do just the tip. Um, Speaking of just the tip, Dave's tip is overflowing. Yes. Uh, his eyes so are yellow right now. The uh, We want to uh, talk about someone who almost became Sculpt Member of the Month this month, and we just want to so get some, some ideas on so what close. they can do that's better. Um, and this person is uh, none other than Casey Cothran. Cothran? Yeah. Cothran. C-O-T-H. I think it's like a Valley Girl saying Catherine kind of thing going on there. Is it a girl? What's up, Cothran? Hi, Cothran. Oh, my God. It's a little bit of that. Is it a girl or a dude? Give me a dude. Could be. But that last name is Valley Girl Catherine for yeah, sure. Yeah, it That's, is Valley Girl Catherine. To be sure. Casey could be, yeah, Casey could be a guy. Could be. Is, Casey is it majorly? Is it majorly? Labia majorly. Majorly. Labia majorly. Yeah. Is it, what would, what would you think the percentage is, guy to girl ratio of the name Casey? I'd say, I mean, you I'd got Casey so. Jones. I mean, the evidence like we Kelly? have, like, the, the evidence we have is circumcisional. So I, it's hard to tell. Hmm. 
Circumcision. No, circumcisional is oh, the evidence when it's past tense like that. I'm yeah. going to see what Google tells me. On the what's what's ha- like how many men to women named Casey? Yeah, I'm going to be very scientific about it. Okay, that's scientific as <clears throat> fuck, bro. It is. That's you're using supercomputers yeah. and shit. So to figure that out. the first person to show up is Casey Neistat, who's an American YouTuber. Therefore, there are more male Casey's and Casey okay. Kasem. Yeah, Casey Kasem. Casey, Casey, Casey Jones. So that that was so maybe that was the problem. Then. How's it spelled? What K A S E Y C A S E Y. Oh, that's a girl. <laughs> I was gonna say the other, but I, I was gonna say it could be Cassie, but that's not Cassie. That's Casey. No. Yeah, Cassie. that's the la- It's all the last name. Yeah. It's the yeah. fact that the well, the point the is so really really how really uh, confusing us whether you're a girl or a guy. I mean that's it's not part gonna of save it. your day. No, because the point is you, you came up short. You weren't right. good enough. Right. Yeah. You, and yeah. it's just, it's that last name. As soon as we realized that it was Cawthron, like it just gave us a big problem. Um, yeah. In the, like. They're a pretentious fuck. Yeah. That's in, the problem. Like, here's, the, here's the problem. In Bakersfield, there are a couple of strong flavors to the Bakersfield accent. Mm-hmm. One is um, Oklahoma. Oh, yeah. And the other one is Valley Girl. Yeah. And uh, most people, like if someone tells you that you have an Oki accent in Bakersfield, that's fine. No one really, I don't take umbrage with They don't that. say, I like the way they're talking to you, man. Right. I fucking love it. Yeah. Winners, somebody, talk, winners talk how they but want. But if somebody, if somebody hears you talk in a Bakersfield accent and then they start going Valley Girl on you, take you're going to get your mouth. upset. Yeah. 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 So um, I think it was just the Valley Girl thing. If uh, the last name yeah. wasn't Cawthron. Then mm-hmm. um, it'd probably be better. So really, we the last, I mean, name, just, the last just, name was italicized. Yeah. That's what really all, threw me all out. around yeah. confusion. Just like, confused. we don't know if you're a guy or a girl. You exist in a cloud of chaos. Yeah, and we do not like clouds of chaos. No, we like so, to keep things simple. Yep, keep it so, simple. Stupid. Yeah, so just clean it up, tighten it up, yeah. tighten up the edges. So thank like, you for being change your fucking name. Thank you for being a patron. Just work on the name. That's yeah. all we're saying. Exactly. Okay, that's it. All right. Uh, if you're on Reddit, go to r forward slash Sofa King Podcast. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We are at Sofa King Podcast. Uh, personal Instagrams, I'm at Raised with Wolves. We have Sofa King Brent and Sofa King Dave. Also, check out Elucatech underscore Hot Sauce, Jimmy D's Teas. And don't forget to uh, go and like and follow Podbelly, the podcast network. Uh, other great shows on there. So check them out. And uh, does Podbelly do clips on their Instagram? They do, they do like clips of stuff? Or no, is it, like, to no? be honest, it's just like kind of a status like of who's in the network on okay that, yeah. yeah so you can get info but uh anyway it all helps so go there and check it out um it's pretty much it patreon.com backslash sofa king podcast for the bonus episodes those a dollar and um yeah don't forget to not be retarded mm-hmm.